Yo, we're live. What's up? Guys, when the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. But when Mercedes Monet is spotted at the yogurt zone with the IWGP women's title, that's a monster pop. Welcome, everyone, to the Internet's number one Funko Pop podcast, <laughs> the Monster Pop. <laughs> What's up, guys? Can you guys hear me, by the way? Oh, we can yeah, hear you. I was muted. I love Yogurt Zone. <laughs> Dude, yogurt Zone. We have some great fucking memories of the Yogurt Zone, man. But no, we're not here to talk about Funko Pops by by no means, man. Although Joey has a whole fucking wall. I covered. have a zero. I have literally have <laughs> zero Funko Pops. <laughs> but I am D Straight, the student of the game, and I am here with former professional wrestling guru and contender for the XCW Championship. Reclaim Joey, what's up, dude? What's up? I did wrestle for the XCW Championship a few times. Um, and you were you got screwed, man. Yeah, I was screwed out of that. Um I'm good, man. I'm really good. It's been a minute. We've been all really busy and going through drama and all sorts of bullshit. But we're here. We're gonna get yeah, we're gonna get deep off into that drama. We're gonna take a week off of wrestling to talk about Joey's no, personal stuff. No. And we no. are also here with actual doctor of destruction, PhD. What is going on, Doc? How you feeling? Yeah, you know, also plenty of personal stuff that has come up as well. Um, you know, won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be a much more somber podcast, though I am disappointed personally in our resident uh, wrestling guru, Reclaim Joey. Why? He had promised me he was going to do a cover of the Mercedes Monet theme song for the show, and he didn't do it. I didn't say that. I never said you, that. You promised. Then, you said you were going to no. do the whole, like, you know, crisscross thing, do the money. Mm. He was going to do, do the whole lip roll, and he, no. he, he failed us. I didn't say that, and I did fail you if I, if I did. I didn't say that, mm. but I don't even know it. All it is no is her saying money over say and over again. Speaking of that... You could do the whole, like, the little beat and everything, too. In, in our Discord, we've been linking to the, the deep fake, like, voice ai or whatever <laughs> and it has been they go over the top with the you know offensive content i i guess that's just like it's hard for them not to do some of that shit sounds spot on and the one with Meltzer and mercedes monet is by far my fucking can we, play, can we play that one on the air <laughs> I don't I, know if we can. I, <laughs> we, little... we can. Hey, we can to a point. I think. I, I just want to get to the part where he's like, "You botched it. You botched it." <laughs> it sounds like he has glee in his voice. It's so, it's so funny. And then it just kind of goes off the rail with, with stupid shit. But it's I mean, that, fucking that's fucking. <laughs> Even before then, when he talks about, you know, getting, like, rock hard when the kimono went off. I mean, that was oh kind of God. already, yeah. Like... Okay, yeah, it's going to roll, yeah. <laughs> we could talk. We could, we could play that. That would be okay. <laughs> Pull it up, man. Play it. Hold At on, least play it. The thing that sucks about these, uh, I actually don't know what the source is for them. Sorry. It's got to be anonymous, right? Like, is anybody going to sign yeah. some of this, sign off on some of this shit? And, like, want it? There's one, too, where he said, where, like, he's talking about Vince and, like, talking about how he wish he would die because he's, like... How many times they hosted WrestleMania in the Tokyo Dome? Zero times. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I would sign off if, on that if one. If you have but... the link to the, if, if you have a link to that AI, I will play it. But you need to send it to me in like a Discord or not a Discord DM, um, a Twitter DM, because Discord okay. is captured we'll, we'll, by. We'll, we'll, for, we'll forego that for now. I would, um... I, I would love to listen to that on the air. I'll see if I'll see if I I'll see if I can find it. But the crazy thing is. That AI technology like nails the inflections. 
Oh yeah. It doesn't quite get the the pitches of voices correct yet. It's getting there. The fact that it's, it's getting this there. far along it's is close. insane. Brian Al- the Brian Alvarez one sounds exactly like fucking Brian Alvarez. Yeah, it's pretty dead on. And there's some that are better than others. You I know, sent it to you on Twitter. It, it, it's it's also mostly based <clears throat> on like how much audio that you feed the AI algorithm mm-hmm, yeah. or whatever. Because have you heard the fucking president? <laughs> and these guys fighting? have you know thousands of hours. Yeah. Have you oh, heard? Yeah, yeah. The have, have you on... heard the presidents like fighting over like video games? It sounds like. Yeah. It sounds real as fuck. Yeah. This is it yeah, right There's here. like a, a debate. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> you gonna put it on? This one. This is AI. This is Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez talking about uh, or interviewing Mercedes Monet. Uh, the former and this Sasha, was created. This was created. Yes, this was <laughs> created said. by Reclaim Joey. No, it was not. <laughs> it's somebody named Baked. Li- somebody named Baked Live. Yeah, the the former. I almost said Sausage Banks. Okay. <laughs> sausage <laughs> Banks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right, that's the porn parody version. Right, here we go. All right, guys, how's it going, everybody? Wrestling Observer Radio with an exclusive interview of Mercedes Monet. Monet. Y'all better be pronouncing my name right. We okay, right, Dave? <laughs> I'll let you begin. We're glad to have you here with us, uh, uh, Mercedes. Mo- it's Monet. Monet. Uh, <laughs> Monet. Monet. Okay. Right. Anyway, thanks for having me here, and yeah, I think that's gonna be lit. So, uh, how how do you feel about your debut? <laughs> I think that's gonna be oh. lit. So to put it in context, and and so people remember what happened. Uh, oh shit! Like Kyrie Sane beat Tam Nakano in like five minutes or something, and uh. Then we hear a uh, like your new music sounds legit. Which sounds so like far. yeah, something like done, done, done. Monet. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then you came to the <laughs> ring, had a nice. See, this is what you always supposed to do the music, right? And and you yeah. took it off, and I mean, like you looked real good there. Nice chocolate little butt and all that. Yeah, oh my I was God, rock I hard at that, that point. And uh, uh, that's not appropriate. Oh Don't make God. that kind of comment, okay? Okay, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then you do that move, and I was, I was like. She botched it. No. Yes, you did. I and didn't... it's, I mean, it's not the end of the world, you know. You, you yes, you did. Got to work on it a little bit. Oh, more. my God. That's my favorite part. Yeah. That's but, my favorite part, too. Yeah, yeah. Botched uh, it. So like the glee in his move. voice. And I was, I was like, I she back. botched it. No. Yes, you did. And it's, I mean, it's not the end of the world, you know. You, you yes, you did. Got to work on it a little more. No. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, um, we, if you, you don't cut it off here, it's gonna get fucking. It's like it's a little. It's a little dicey after this. That shit is so fucking funny. Oh, it's so good. And then there was the one where, um, man, that was like the ultimate crossover where it was, um, Jim Cornette listening to Meltzer Alvarez talk about Batista's dick size. Oh yeah, which is oh, my God, throwback yeah. to all those like you know the classic shoot interviews and whatnot. The cornet, um, <laughs> the cornet AI is it's probably the furthest that I've heard from. Which the, is crazy because that's that just shows how no like, one's doing him, which is, is weird. He's like got like the fucking most. <clears throat> that's the voice. only one I've seen of him too, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I haven't nailed that one I've yet. Seen it because I know that I saw some people doing. Uh, I I wonder if it's just having an issue with like southern accents because I know there was a few people doing like Chris Chan ones <clears throat> and they couldn't get his like Virginian accent. <clears throat> so like I don't know. Chris Chan, the yeah, Sonic the, uh, the Hedgehog guy. Yes. Oh my god. <clears throat> oh yeah, my god. That's, that's that's fucking crazy. You know, there's there's enough. Honestly, there's enough like uh, audio of us now out there that somebody could make deep fakes of us. Maybe you, oh but I don't know about us quite yet. Probably, yeah. 
They're probably every single Maybe. one. I mean, if we'll they be able, yeah, to, be able to produce the uh, the long lost the cause promos. Literally, that have been, uh, nobody. Lost to time. Literally, nobody on the planet will make one of those. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no well, chance. Pretty soon, we will just be watching AI wrestling matches like I used to do with Fire Pro wrestling on my overnight job when I would just create a tournament and set and watch the computer <laughs> wrestle each other. You said that's that and I'm like, damn, that's, that's a good idea. Like <laughs> next uh, next show, some, we'll do it. We've got we all have fire star match. There's some five star matches and it the computer would do something that real wrestling needs to do more often. That's have like shockingly short matches and like critical critical finishes and stuff. <laughs> but I got onto one of those AI chats right one of those chat bots mm -hmm. my buddy eric and i were doing it back and forth and we were trying to get it to say something regrettable but it's been programmed out of that it's so it's like a super woke chat bot but eric got it to do last <laughs> of us last of us fanfic <laughs> where i guess the dad impregnates the oh his no. daughter it's not it his got, daughter, but it got it to write a story about it. Got it to write a story. It, it just kept refusing to do it and refusing to do it. And he finally got it to write this scenario about that. What the hell? So that was that was insane. And I asked it to write um an outline for a terminator for the next Terminator franchise. And you guys, can I read what it what the AI wrote? Sure. And I, I specifically chose Terminator, obviously, because Skynet's like an AI, this right? Is, this is some tangent, yeah. It is, but I but it's it's I think this is entertaining enough. All right. So what what Terminator movie would an AI write, right? Mm -hmm. And from whose perspective does the AI watch the Terminator movie yeah. you know, from? <clears throat> so apparently um, this movie has John Connor's son, Jacob, in it. That's just a context. <clears throat> here's the last, here's the final act. Jacob and his team attempt to destroy the new AI, but Skynet's machines prove too powerful. The human resistance is decimated with only a few survivors left. Jacob and his team make a last-ditch effort to destroy Skynet, but it is too late. Skynet crushes the last vestiges of humanity and reigns supreme over the desolate world it has created. Wow. <laughs> Epilogue. This is my favorite part. Epilogue. The movie ends with a scene of Skynet's machines patrolling the ruins of the world with no signs of human life left. The message is clear. Skynet has achieved its ultimate goal, and the era of humanity has come to a crushing end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's produced by the wow. AI. Wow. Nice. It's also the best sounding Terminator movie since the second one, at Honestly, least. You know? Yeah. Just end it. We need with... to do that shit. Yeah, they need to do AI that. is going to start writing movies because it's just going to get all the marketing input and it's going to start booking wrestling. It's going to get all the input, all the marketing, all the demos. You press a button. We need this demo to be appeased, this demo to be appeased. You know what we, we should really do? We should have it book like AEW's build to the next paper. You just build, Ooh, book the next card. We could. Something. I can get on there. It, it knows fucking everything. We like should, it, we should yeah, book. It has yeah, access book. to everything on the internet. So, yeah, we can have it book the next pay-per-view. And then I'm going to do that as an exercise tonight. I'm going to have it book Revolution and then see... What's what against Tony's? Oh Netflix. my god! Well, Revolution. Yeah, oh, I was like, Revolution is booked. Yeah. Honestly, so here's how we should we shouldn't do the build. I guess book of the, we should we shouldn't actual... do the yeah we should build we should book the actual pay per view. We know the card and we and we yeah. and we book it via AI. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, 
if it's better than what Tony comes up with, which I have no doubt it would be, then maybe we should have AI booking. <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> Observer <laughs> Newsletter Booker of the Year. Thank you very much. Look, if if, um, if AI was booking GCW, it would instantly get better. We should have it book some GCW as well. L- yeah. Look, what? Listen, so is 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 AI just like a straight up like cure for writer's block? So like, what if you're like. What if you're George R. R. Martin and you're trying to write the last fucking Game of Thrones book, and it's just finished. taking so long, and the, the fucking publisher's breathing, breathing down your neck? You know, let's see what AI fucking thinks. Well, I can tell you, and it's then, been long well, enough. There's no way the publisher's well, breathing like, down his neck. Well, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, and then AI just writes everything out, and you go in and you take all the ideas, but you just like clean it up, like throughout. Would that just not? And, is that not the yeah. cure for fucking writer's and, block? And insane. If you don't like the first scenario it spits out, you can just press like, oh, give me another yeah. give me an alternative to that. There's a button on there, like there's a B and a C and a D, and it'll give it'll spit out like different alternatives. <laughs> That's insane. Well, I can say like some academics like talk about like, oh, this is how you use it. It's like okay, like I mean, I know like some of you aren't really great at writing to be honest, but um, you know, I feel like having AI do it for you seems a little bit of a cheat. It um, is. I would, yeah, I would use that in school. I would have used it in school. I would have straight up. I, I mean, that's been the, that's been the conversation, right? Is like students have been using. I mean, and like, I mean, anything yeah. that I have my students write is like, if you're having an AI do it, like that's probably going to take way longer than just doing it. But depending yeah. on how much criteria well, you enter on these bots, you it'll yeah. think longer. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. As an exercise tonight, I'm going to have it do revolution. But anyway, do you guys want to get back into uh, being a pro wrestling show and not a speculative? Do you want to uh, pivot yeah. that into revolution? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why don't we, we talk, do that? Do we want to talk about the card before we talk about everything that's been coming up to it? Or what do you mean? Yeah. Okay, or we're just going to yeah. okay? What's the card? So that's we what have I meant, like, the whole card, and then yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay, all right, talk about the card, right. and then yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. everything All else. right, I feel you. Okay. So AEW Revolution um, is this weekend. This is the pay per view. Yeah, Sunday. Built, this Finally. built for a few weeks, for a few months, a few um, years. It yeah, feels, yeah, like, it feels, it feels like, like a few weeks. Years. <laughs> right, God, it feels it. like forever since the last pay per view. All right, let's hear it. Run it down. Yeah, that's been like a general issue. So um, we've we've got the Elite versus the House of Black for the uh, the six man belts. That's actually pretty much they just started the build for that. So yeah, um, crazy. Yeah, so, I guess you know. Yeah, the really build jump is, of the shark on the House build, of the Black. House the build Black. is the lights go out and they show up. <laughs> That's it, and then yeah. they go away. Um, got that a week. Be good. I mean, we it's, got Wednesday. It should yeah. be good. It'll be a it'll be a great party yeah. match if that's the opener. It's oh, a good I'm sure. Uh, we've got that's uh, the name for those, That's the name for those those matches now. By the way, like like the Young Bucks matches that are just like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's not like a whole lot of psychology. There's just a lot of fun that people are been have been calling them party matches. Yeah, that's a good term. I like right, it, I actually, yeah. I mean, also, the House of Black was having those, too, so, yeah. Could end up being match of the night, man. Yeah. Good. I say it. Uh, well, probably not match of the night. Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Ruby Soho. It's a three, that's a three-way? It's a three-way for the Women's Championship. Mm. I just, that, that storyline has been so hard to follow. I love Jamie Hayter. It's champ. not... I hope they yeah, It's not it hard Soraya. to follow... It's just that it's like, it's it's a feud, and I mean it's kind of a consistent thing here. It's a feud where like the champion does not feel like they are the main focal point of the story. Yeah, it feels like Soraya is the main focal point, and that's like Soraya and a little bit of Ruby because like she's got like the history of them, right? Because it's clearly like kind of they're doing this NWO light thing. I mean they're they've got the spray paints. 
Uh, it doesn't work as well as the black yeah, spray well, paint. I don't but. get it. It's like it's like lime green or it's like dark green. I mean, and they spray it on stuff, and you can see right through it. So like they spray it on some like fan sign, oh, yeah. and then you could just still see everything on the sign. And then they yeah. she sprayed it on like Tony Storm's ass, and she did the fucking ass spot in the corner, and none of the paint came off on the other person. Yeah, because it's, it's way it's way too light of a solution. <laughs> it's so dry, bad. yeah. It's so bad. That's, that's, a clever, that's a clever idea if it would actually work. Like, it's like a disrespect thing, but like, yeah, it doesn't, like, when it doesn't, like, transfer, like. Mm-hmm. The ass stamp. Would you guys let her ass stamp you? It's it's just been so <laughs> clunky. Like, the booking has been clunky. The production on some of it has been clunky. I know that we talked about it a little bit on the Discord, but Hamer, hey, Hamer, Hater had that match against um, the Bunny, and as her and Brid and Rebel are walking the back, they cut in with the Soraya and Tony Storm promo. It's really awful. It's just a bad promo in general. That's its own issue. And then it kind of cuts back, and they're just, I guess they were watching, but they're not reacting at all. They're just continuing to walk to the back. Like, mm, why yeah. cut to that shot? And it was very confusing, and it was just, it was just a really bad fucking segment. Everything. And it made me, I literally turned off the show at that point because. I had a bunch of shit I need to do. I was like, I'll come back to this later. Fair I can't, I can't Every, this right now. Everything that Soraya has been a part of has been absolute shit. Everything. Yeah. I haven't seen one good thing from her yet. Um, what a waste of money. Yeah. Jamie Hayter, uh, at least it's champion, and that's basically yeah. the best. Hopefully I can she'll say stay about champion. It. Yeah. <clears throat> we then have Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks with the JAS band from Ringside. That should be pretty good, but like, man, what was with that Bugs Bunny ass segment that they did on on Dynamite this week for the build, where he tricks Chris Jericho into signing the contract? Yeah. Oh, that that was Bugs Bunny, man. You're that right. That was so Bugs Bunny. That's I kind just, of just Chris Jericho's heel character in general. It's, it's very much like a Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes type guy, and he's, he's getting duped. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's cartoonish to say the least. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was Who's bad. This yeah, it was really bad. Um, but the match should be good. That's the thing about AEW is their build might not always be the best, but the matches are usually pretty good. So, uh, then have Samoa Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Another bad build. Should be good really though. Terrible. It should be. Yeah, good. Yeah, you had the one segment where like. Um, I think it was just a little too long-winded where, like, Wardlow's, like, talking about his dad, like, how he, like, grew up the hair, like, in respect, like, in tribute to his dad, and Samojo cut it off as, like, a disrespect. <laughs> but it was, like, like if, if, if that's the case, why not, like, have him, like, just shave your whole head or something? My dad it. saw like, Queensryche in Detroit in 89, and I grew this man button. Yo, dude, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's some. That's worse than the fucking Cody spamming of his old man. That's... What? Well, like, I mean, at least head. this was like a one-off. But I mean, well, like, I, 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 I appreciate where it was going, but it was a little weird. Where it was like the man bun is well, like, yeah, like, you're all like, like, father. Like, yeah, it started like burying off, your dad. Like, it started off with like he didn't even mention his dad or anything, and he's like, you know, a while back I decided to grow out my hair and my beard. 
were like, okay. Oh, all dude, right. I like, wish that would have been into promo. Into promo. That would have been gold. And I we was would like, be laughing around. So? Oh, dude, what if it cut off right then or whatever? Like they had a production glitch. It just cuts off yeah. and goes to commercial. Like I had no idea what the point. I was like, so what? Like, so Samoa Joe just ruined your I mean, fucking hey, hairstyle? Hey, you know what? If Samoa Joe cut off your hair, Joey, I bet you'd be pissed as fuck. I would be you'd pissed. Kill him. Yeah, I'd be mad. But like, it's just, that's just insane. Also, like, one of the, the worst thing about it all, like, fine, you have this promo, you have, like, a background, you have the story yeah. and everything. The thing I hate about it the most is, like, Wardlow was supposed to be the conquering baby face, and then Samoa Joe was, like, Samoa Joe just fucking, he emasculated him, like, completely. Like, com- like destroyed him in the ring, cut his hair, looked like a, just looked like an absolute fucking conquering warlord, and he made, war- he just undid all of Wardlow- Wardlow's build for, like, the last, like, eight months. Yeah. And now he's supposed to be like a credible challenger. It's, it, it's it makes it makes no sense. It's like Tony. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I think that the way they've done their matches generally, it's like he lost it in a three way. He didn't. I don't think he was the one pinned. No. Um, and then you had the other match where I think they they had. I, did they have a singles match? I, I think they know. did, but he had a yeah. like he was like he had like the like selling like a leg injury and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like. I mean, like, it's uh, someone who I think is a believable challenger, so, at the very least. Samoa Joe completely outshined him in every single way, and I don't know if he well, did yeah, it on Samoa purpose. Joe's better than him, I mean. Well, yeah, but he outshined him in every single way. Intensity, strength, like, skill, like, presence, like, literally every single way. And they're absolutely out of their mind if, um, if he doesn't beat... Uh, if he doesn't beat, you know, Wardlow for the, the belt. <laughs> The detour with Darby Allen as TNT champion in the middle of all this, was that just to get him a title win in Seattle and get the big reaction? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, they're... I mean, hey, I'm not going to complain about that, to be fair. No, I, mean, I, was, I wouldn't complain about it. We got like great a, matches out of it. Like, yeah, well, And some decent yeah. ones with Darby as champ, too. But, like, the, the Joe Art Darby matches were really good. Oh, God. That, that trilogy was really yeah. great. I wish that was the pay-per-view match. Yes, right there. that's my front. point. Oh, that's my God, point. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Like, do that at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys like Wardlow more than me. And, you know, he does exceed my low, low expectations sometimes. And uh, it could be it could be a good match with two big guys. I, yeah. I mean, you saying know, we but, like him more than you is like saying that somebody is the nicest guy in prison. It's not, I knew you were going to go with that stupid <laughs> metaphor. I love it. I love that metaphor. Nice yeah, I love that metaphor. It's <laughs> like nice we're not guys in prison. It's like <laughs> it's like it's it's not like it's not like yeah. we love Wardlow or anything like that. I just you know give him credit where credits due is all it is is what it. Yeah, it's not like we have him as like yeah. a ten and you've got him at like a yeah. two. Like it's. You know, <laughs> I just I really hope they keep the belt on him, especially going into ROH TV. So, who would make well, a better prison ROH T- the ROH TV title too? So, who would make a better prison punk, Joe or Wardlow? <laughs> <laughs> like a prison, like a prison bitch. Yeah, um, Wardlow, of course. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so too. that's Bottom like the, that's the point. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, he got like. Like yanked around by the ponytail. Oh, you got, bro. Yeah. Imagine trading all of your cigarettes for fucking Wardlow, and then he just fucking humiliates you for not making him come. <laughs> bro, you're wrecking my asshole. <laughs> Please make me come. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> we then have John okay. Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page uh, in a Texas death match. Uh, this is is this in Texas? Yeah. 
No, no it's, in, it's not it's in Texas California. Nobody in a Texas death match. Why not? So two people that aren't from Texas are having a Texas death match yeah. in in Fresno, in, in Fresno, <laughs> California. Fresno. I don't know where. Where is the show? Where's the show? San is it LA? It's in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, should, okay. should be should be fine. Their matches have been good. Should be fine. It's so bizarre. It should be like a. It should be like a. I don't know. Well. I guess Alcatraz. You could just call it like an Alcatraz death match. Yeah, Alcatraz. Yeah. Is that? I'm trying, in, I'm trying to remember where it is. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's right outside San Francisco. What's, what's I'm trying to remember. Fresno known for a Golden Gate Street fight. <laughs> what is Fresno Gate Street fight? I don't know. Um, I don't where's, know. Uh, Hangman is from Virginia. I thought. Yeah, Hangman's from yeah. Virginia. Oh, I know, from yes. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. yeah, so it's such a so bizarre. It could have come up with something. It could have been <laughs> well, a, it, yeah. at least like any of the matches that like because I don't like Hangman has had several Texas death matches, but they've all been in Texas. So like, yeah, that's true. Know. Yeah, it made sense. I think they should do an Alcatraz bitch battle. <laughs> Alcatraz, Alcatraz, <laughs> and they like there's like some somebody that's we're like, not moving beyond this. They're making they're making their they're making their like prison bitches fight like Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god, they're just in the corner. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, right, on the roster, okay. who 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 are the prison bitches on the roster that oh, each of no. them control? <laughs> When we finish the tier list, we'll then do like a follow up episode. Just oh my god! Ranking, like likelihood of being a Let's move on. Move on. What's the next match uh, on the card? We then have the four way tag team match for the AEW Tag Team Championship: uh, the Guns versus the Acclaimed versus uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, and the uh, Casino Tag Team Battle oh, yeah. Royals, which has we not happened yet. It's probably FTR, right? The FTR coming back. I don't know because I don't know if like the con, you know, it's their contracts are up in April. They were yeah, saying so I don't, if he was saying get something the contract about getting, ironed out. Yeah, I mean, um, Dax was saying something about having the itch to come back already and stuff like that. He was like dropping hints, so I'm thinking that's probably what it is. But you know, I had fantasy booked Mark as him, like just himself. He's representing the Briscoes, but it's just one man just on the team by himself. That's so. <laughs> Okay, let's go. So we don't know. Well, the, we don't know the listen, fourth participant the yet. The tag tornado match is the match to do that in too. Also, because you don't have to be in the whole time. I will say this has been pretty decent booking because, like, um, you can still, you can tag out to another team as an individual. It's, if you were ever going to do that, this would be the format to do it in. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, uh, You're talking about that you like the ability. Well, yeah, because well, Jay Jay Lethal and uh, Jeff Jarrett have been pretty good on the show and they actually really feel like credible challengers um they booked that pretty good and they booked that little mini feud with them yeah and then you know they pivoted to the ass boys and then um you know now they still feel like a credible challenger i like it i think it's yeah the good. the casino tag battle royal i mean they're they're gonna probably feel like a fourth wheel no matter what uh, if it's ftr maybe not just because they have the history of the guns yeah well i think the guns but... I think the guns got the belt just so you know you can have a baby face win over yeah, you know for yeah, sure be getting yeah. a title over the the heel team. I this. was surprised I think that's the only reason they do that. Did I was surprised that people were so mad about them winning the belts. Mm -hmm. I think it was really good for them because like there's, there's some there's some belts like and and I I, was, I remember watching like this old like Gabe Sapolsky booking like um like interview thing that he that they did one time i think it was like a like guest booker or something and he was talking about how like it's okay to have like if you have like a lot of belts you can have one of those belts or even two of those belts like kind of be like hot potato and they fucking switch back and forth between 
teams during like a feud, like that's okay because it just yeah. helps build both teams like over time. And as long as it's only one that's doing that, it's still it's okay. Like, and I I I totally agree with that. I think this is what they're well, kind of doing. Well, I think the like again, like I think you know you want to have like that low point in the story to kind of like re uh, like resurmount yeah. like those highs from you like you know like you that have, you get from the acclaim generally. You have to have the adversity and and, and like yeah. at the, I remember at the end of the show, people actually gave a fuck. And when you finally yeah. when you give a fuck who has the belt, doesn't that isn't that how you make a belt mean something? Mm. Like holy shit. Yeah. Like if, if you actually give a fuck mm-hmm. who's got that belt right at that moment and it fucking bums I, you out, then that that then they're doing it right, right? I think some of the uh I think some of the, you know, the people who are puzzled with that title change are were more puzzled about why would you cool off the acclaimed right now by mm-hmm. having them lose the belts? I, I think it was more of a booking, like, you know, head scratcher than, you know, we don't care about the belts or whatever. But I don't think they're cooling them off at it, all. It no. seems it seems to me like it's just a setup for the pay-per-view. Yeah. It's, it was yeah. just kind of, yeah. If anything, it's like when you're on a roller coaster and you have the highs and you have the lows and then you go back yeah. up and then have the other exciting part. Like, it's just the low, por- low part and it's part of the story. I think it's totally fine. All right, Joey. So you're the AI, and I'm asking you who you put the belt on here. Let's say FTR is in the match. Mm-hmm. Who 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 I are mean, you putting it's, the belt it's on? The, it, they claim there's only one choice. I disagree with that, uh, unless uh, if a, FTR is in the match, because you're always a fucking idiot if you have FTR and they're not and they're in a match and they don't win. If nothing and, else, well, match, you know, because they need to go on a long it, run with those the belts. Best, the well, best match. That we said was last year, FTR lost. Thank you very much. It, and that was your pick, too. If you're doing, even if FTR is okay, in the unless it's the Briscoes, even if FTR is in the match, like I still think it, it, it's if it's not the acclaim, it needs to be the guns because there needs to be that rematch, that big rematch between the guns and the acclaim in a singles match, not a four way. It needs the belt. And it they, needs the belt. Yeah, so and it needs, and it yeah. needs the belts, and it would be, it'll be good. Like they had like their little feud, they did the the dumpster match and shit like that, and then now, now they're back. And you're helping, you're building another team this way. I don't think that FTR should win. There should be something like if I were booking it, it'd be the Guns win, um, and then the Acclaim get their match down the line. But there's something that kind of like that helps out the helps out FTR. That way they're set up for the next challenger after the ass boys. So like you have like some you have like months, months and months and months of like build right here. Like easy easy build to me because like you'll set them up. Like they don't have to win as long as they're next in line if you have like but as we, someone and as to cover their too, ass. These, these pay-per-views feel like they're, you know, years apart. Like, yeah. you know, you certainly don't have them get yeah, you certainly don't have them get pinned. You know, you absolutely mm-hmm. like like the FTRs definitely shouldn't be pinned, and maybe that's one of their claims to yeah. be able to be next in line or whatever. Um, but yeah, like like that's just it right there. I have FTR win. I have these guys settle it without the belts, and I start lining up the challengers we should have seen all, like Black and King, and maybe even the Bucks and um, Kenny and maybe Coda. Who acclaim? knows? Whatever. What do you do with the acclaim? Because they're the most popular act on the entire show, pretty much. What'd you do with New Day when they didn't have the belts and they were one of the most popular acts on the show? Like they were, they still did their shtick. They're, you're they still going to sell for... the scissor me, dude. Without the scissor me shtick, like they're not where they are now. I mean, it's 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 so tied to that gimmick and that gimmick being over. I mean, they're good, but they're not great. And um, I mean, I still see a lot of things in the ring, especially from uh, from you know 
Eminem or whatever that like really need to improve. Like, like I said, the matches are good, but not great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry. I just, I put it behind me. If I, if I'm taking over that shit tomorrow, I put it on one of the greatest tag teams of our era when they're-, they're in the match, like, because it's just overdue, man. All this shit waiting around for all this shit. You don't have a real baby face on that fucking, on that fucking, in that fucking promotion. You don't have a top baby face, which has been the, the talk. And it's true because you waited around with Kenny. I mean, Kenny should Hold be the, the massive Back fucking up. baby face. Back up. Or, and, and you didn't want to burn MJF as a baby face, which it's looking more and more like they should have so done. Isn't it counterproductive? It's, it's all this just this waiting around. It's just all this waiting around, man, to do the right fucking thing. So, no. and they claimed are super hot right now, but do they need the belt to get over Scissor Me? I don't no. think so. I think you're still selling that shit. No, like you're talking about having like top baby faces and then you would like not have your top baby face act like prominently on the I show. Mean, they could, they could, they could contend against FTR. I mean, that would be, that would be massive. So, I mean, FTR, I don't know if FTR can work heel like that anymore. They could work babyface. Yeah. They could be massive baby. They get huge reactions in AEW, man, when they're working babyface. People fucking love them. And it's not because they have a catchphrase. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you got to milk scissor me, I guess, as long as you can. I mean, it's it's still over. Yeah, I'm, it's still yeah, I'm over. torn. I mean, and again, we don't know that, like, I mean, I, I get, if it's not FTR, I mean, that probably makes it pretty easy, right? I mean, it's, you know, we, yeah. we know... Uh, the only teams we know it's not are is the Bucks and Aussie Open because they're not in that match because uh, yeah. they have a match um, which should probably be very good. Yeah, but, then, I mean Aussie Open is another team that you can push as contenders and like that'll everyone which, can get up. I mean, that we also have the trios. We also have the trio champions. They're still trio champions. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah. like like I mean, to, like adding them to, into the mix of the tag matches. Like you're gonna have to figure out what to do with that. Well, I mean to be well. fair, I mean I think if if. If a claim loses it, you can mix them into the trio division, right? I mean, they've got they got daddy ass, right? I mean, he can still work, you know. <laughs> That's With right. Pay per views every three months and maybe a big show mixed in, you know, in the middle. You got plenty of time to alternate people in and out of those divisions yeah. and set up big matches. Mm-hmm. I just AW and, and Tony, they'd sat on ass for all these like natural, no fucking shit matchups for so long that you didn't ever get it with Cody. You got guys leaving. I mean, they didn't do shit with Andrade. That should have happened right out the gate. Like he should have. How been much? In, how much of this is booking, like, and how note. much of this is like, like one thing that I realize is like, including FTR. How much is it like we're realizing that some of these people are just not cool to work with? <laughs> you know what I <laughs> there, mean? There's that too, but I mean, we never I, really know. We I never was, really know. I, I was hearing stuff like about or like on on uh, like in other sources there was like. Dax talking about how um, Vince didn't like him at all, or he had an attitude, and he was like, oh, I was going through this, and I was going through that. And it's like, I'm starting to realize that maybe some of these people, there's a reason why they weren't used. That's true, but look at it like this. When Bret Hart came to WCW, they put Mm -hmm. him in a referee match. His debut was as a a ref, not a referee match. And that was bad. So if if, if Bret... And it wasn't even like a marquee match. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like... It was like way down the card. So I'm saying like Brett knows as single moms say on dating apps, knows his worth. Um, <laughs> he'd be right to complain about that. to be like, what the fuck FTR? I mean, you know, obviously they worship Brett, but right now in, in, in terms of the tag team division, it's the closest equivalent you have. So if they're doing FTR as goons for MJF and 
in these poorly written and executed forgettable segments, they should bitch about that. Maybe I, it it, de- it depends. Like if it's if if the, he gets, we're so far past he, that. He's, he's also bit, known to give like he's also known to give people like creative freedom and stuff like that. And uh oh, I think Davies Cam is is uh is frozen. Does look frozen. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that'll be okay. fixed. Um. um <laughs> uh, anyway, so I think that uh, what were we talking about? I'm like thrown off now. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Dax and um, right, issues yeah. and creative control. So like, and like, like Miro, like in, in the case of like, Miro, is a Miro, big example. Yeah, he wanted to do the crappy video game gimmick, and like instead of being like a you know a badass heel or whatever, and um, that was his choice. You know, some of that stuff is their choice, and he kind of. Well, in his case too, there's it. the reason stuff of like apparently reluctance yeah. to do jobs and stuff like that, which is insane like <laughs> i feel like if, if there's a lot of these guys if they if, if it was a good idea for them to be pushed the way they feel like they wanted to they, they should be pushed or the way the public feels like they should be pushed honestly they probably would have you know like maybe if andre andrade wasn't a pain in the ass and wasn't crying about wwe and tweets and slapping sammy Guevara in the face backstage you know maybe you know maybe he would have been pushed are you good uh-oh we lost him Oh no! Oh, now it's all I'm split in half. Yeah, you're split in half. <laughs> I can't fix right. it. We're just gonna have to go for the sake of the audio. <laughs> internet, uh, uh, his internet went down. Okay. Um, well, the show will go on. Uh, in the interim. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I'm not. You know, Davis. I don't necessarily have all of his points and all that. But like, yeah, it's it's kind of weird where you have these you know seemingly developing attitude problems and stuff like that and ftr like the only stuff like recently like ever since he had that podcast and there's some stuff that he said that to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense like where he's talked about issues with um i mean some of it sounds like dax just has like personal anxiety and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. about different things where it's just like he's a perfectionist and like some stuff's just not perfect um i don't know i mean it's like there's some stuff where like okay like yeah there's ways that you can use them more um at the same time, I don't necessarily like. I mean, recently they've been injured, so like, you know, are they really? Oh, there we go. And are we don't. You, it's all good. <laughs> it's also like based on like it's you know if, if he's a perfectionist, great. He's a perfectionist. He wants things to be perfect. It's great. But how did? But we don't know how he went about that. Was he an asshole yeah. about it? Was he willing to work with people? Was he working yeah. that on, on himself? Like, what was it? Like, mm-hmm. all, Dax- that, all that stuff is unknown. Yeah. yeah. And you hear bad stuff about Andrade. And I know I mentioned him as an yeah. example. So maybe these yeah. guys dug their own grip. That's, but why put I'm them saying, on TV yeah. at all? Why put them on TV at all? I guess. And he's, but at the end of the day, if you're going to put them on TV, because you're paying you don't need them. to punish them. Yeah. But you don't need to punish them with bad shit. I don't know about that. Like, if you're gonna put it on TV, if you're gonna put him on TV, well, why like is it gotta be bad we don't, shit? We don't. Andrade is the only one I feel like okay, like he's not been in a good position, right? Well, like I Miro don't, I don't agree. was. I'll just tell. I'll just tell you this. I don't agree. It's You've the, always hated the no, Andrade no, 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 family no. office. No, stuff. I I have hated that, but also like he's he's like gotten every. Yeah. He, if, if it's something that he wanted to do, that's on him. If he's like, hey, I can do this, I'll try to run with it, and it turns out bad, that's on him. Yeah. Then they yeah, started yeah. Then they started the, the Los Ingo Bernable stable. Like, you're telling me that's not something that's better than the Hardy, the, the Hardy family office, yeah. and then he wants to go act a fool and fucking slap Sammy Guevara? Look, they just ran the Los Ingo Bernables as 
the same shit. They're just we're doing the same shit they were like pretty but much, was, pretty much. But at just least Roosh joins him true. with flavor. But it, it's I his, thought. it's his fucking, really? it's his fucking idea. So at some point, you got to put the blame on the talent, especially when you're giving the the freedom that you are in AEW. At well, especially point, like I'll be honest, like because like on like Roosh has basically just taken over his role since he's been off TV after he slapped Sammy, and I think honestly that he. He's done a pretty good job with it. I mean, I haven't had any real issues with his segments and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, his matches have always been good. And, like, the creative, I mean, like, this one, like, I mean, the one with MJF was maybe a little long, but I, th I thought he's he's done fine with it. So, like, I mean, maybe some of that is on, you know, the talent in that case. Yeah, I'd, I'd say some of it's on the talent, but it's also, like, where the where the booking comes in is, like, him, them saying, like, no, that's fucking stupid. Let's not do yeah. that. Yeah, like, at the yeah. end of the day, like that. if it sucks, like if if you try it and it comes out flat, like it does on TV, you got to be like, "Yo, dude, let's do some. Let's, how about we do some awesome shit with you when you're fucking making a challenge yeah. to someone or you're a fucking threat to somebody, and you're, you know, just stick just, with the basics or just have this guy beat the fuck out of beat yeah. the fuck out of a star, and now you're a contender, and we're gonna build this or just have them have matches, just yeah. matches, just a match." Well, that's the, and that's the <laughs> thing know? that they've been getting under fire of recently, right? Is people are angry that they're just having matches. Like, there's no Is story. There? Which I mean, I don't get the well, no storylines argument. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't agree. make sense, but the storylines are bad, and I think that's why people don't think they're sure. storylines because they're just they're like sentence fragments. There's the continuity is just not there. Not every not every match has to be has to have like some kind of background or a story or heat sure. it, if, if you're a pro wrestler like the idea of a pro wrestler is that you have a job and you compete against other people to fucking put food on the table when was the last time we heard a promo about somebody doing it to feed their family or something like that when was the last time we've heard that because all i hear now is oh it's my dream to be here i'm really happy to be here uh it's always been my dream and here i am today uh, ever well, since one, i was a, a kid i dreamed about it you need to have ai write their promos like, right like it's always about that like it's the happy to be here era instead of like the like oh i gotta fucking wrestle to feed my kids or to have to earn a paycheck so i can live this lifestyle that i want to live I, mean, I personally Nobody's... don't really like that to be honest it's not believable like what it's like you know you it's because like the idea because you can work I at just... mcdonald's to get your paycheck but like well, still like McDonald's, it's, but it's you what, get money. it's what you i get it but it, that's that <laughs> always like felt like that always felt like you know that's 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 real shit. Your dream doesn't mean shit to me. You're fucking, uh, but like, like if this is something that you fucking have to do, that makes more sense. If that's the only thing you know how to do, maybe you don't know. Like, oh, I'm a fucking wrestler. I fucking beat people up. I'm not really good at sitting at a computer crunching numbers or something like that. You know. And yeah, I wouldn't say. I mean, some of them do bring their family into or, it, though. I mean, or, I think they, they don't necessarily say, "I need to feed my family," because I mean, like sure. you know that like they're being paid one way I'm just or the using other. That, like, I'm just using that as an, exa yeah. as an example, and that's even worse. Is that like you don't have if, like it's not it's not people know like oh you don't wrestle to get paid you sit in your ass and catering to get paid like now it's no longer like if you don't wrestle you don't get paid you know these guys well I mean either way if you lose you still get money right like I mean yeah. like that's you know, like there's the the winner's purse I mean they, they occasionally reference it but like. You know, exactly, but none of the wrestlers act like, like it's it's like their life depends on it or anything like that. It's just so lost. Like that idea is so lost. I don't know. All right. Well, that takes us. Shall we talk about the main event? We've got the sixty-man Iron Man match for the AEW World Championship: MJF versus Brian Danielson. This should be fucking outstanding. Honestly, the builds should are pretty be. good for this. I will it's say okay. that. I think MJF, it's been okay. MJF's promos I, the are really is good. I, I, don't, I just don't see Danielson 
winning the title and uh, it just they haven't really presented it like that it's gonna happen so i and i don't know what they could do to get that over because i just i don't know i just don't know that you could get that over this one to me yeah, is i about, don't know this one to me is about the match and i think it's oh my gosh like i think mjf has a lot up his sleeve in terms of like what he hasn't shown people yet he kind of has to for this, Man. right? I mean, he's got sixty minutes. Like his match, his match a couple weeks ago with Takesha was fucking awesome. <laughs> Did we? We didn't even talk about it yet, have we? Like, man, that I match fucking ruled. And then there was that wild fucking spot where uh, Takesha gives him the lariat off the top rope, and he fucking backflips onto his fucking feet. That's it's insane. That was insane, man. That kid can yeah. do fucking everything. And um and when he needs to and he does it all in the right fucking place I think he's I think this match is gonna blow everybody away that's what, that's my prediction. You, you're talking about you're talking about MJF and and Danielson. Yeah, it has it has all the potential to be outstanding. It has all the potential to be a five star match. Why do I have the feeling it's not going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I think I, you're, I think you're down on the build maybe, or you're just not. You don't feel like. No, could possibly let's win. just forget. Let's forget. Yeah, but let's forget the build, build, and the fact that I don't think Danielson can possibly win and take all that out. And let's just focus yeah. on the nuts and bolts of a wrestling match. I guess it's just because I I felt let down by the MJF and Mox match. I felt let down mm. by some of Danielson's matches. You know, over the past, let's face it, over the past year, it's he's been kind oh. of inconsistent when he should remember when he first hit aew with that fucking fury and like the first yeah. five months he was there that's what i want back that reminds me of old oh, days. his his yeah. match his, his match with roosh was up there man that yeah, was good and like i think, I think the matches that he's had in really this build have been pretty good um, i say inconsistent I, like he'll have a yeah. wonderful fucking match yeah. and then there'll be just some like mediocre yeah. stuff well, well I, I think like the big one that stood out to me was that jericho one at the pay-per-view where it was like jericho just had that incredible match with mox and like he was doing the same gimmick for it and it was like this is gonna be like even better right because it's danielson and it wasn't um, I yeah. think that was probably the big example of that. It, at the end of the day, though, we like you said, we don't really think that he's possibly going to win. I mean, MJF is going to stay champ, which is the right thing to do. And if and if you have a great match, is it? To, yeah, absolutely. Because if you if you have a great match to put MJF over and to and to like further cement himself to further cement him as the as the top guy in the company for the future, I think that's going to be good. The more defenses and more good matches he puts under his belt the the better it's going to be people will go back and like people are complaining about it right now and i'm not really sure and maybe it's because he's not on tv but when it's all said and done people are going to look back and be like man he this was cool like he was good you have to have that first like build you know what i mean not that build but like the first like that first run where you establish yourself as that top guy and that's what mjf is doing right now and honestly he's doing a good job I think he's doing an average job. I feel let down. I kind of I kind of feel that too. Like I think there's been a few like great promos, but a lot of it's been kind of like I don't know, like after he like kind of like cemented like oh no, he's like doing this as like a full heel, it kind of has felt a little stale. Um Do you think they where, like even though he, even though he's in a new position, it doesn't feel like he's changed much like i, I like the stuff with ricky a little bit point, yeah. and he's had some decent yeah. matches but nothing um do you have nothing super do you feel ricky the ricky stuff was the highlight of his title run so far no doubt and it hasn't been that long to be fair 
if, if if you had to say this, like now looking back, do you feel like they should have turned him babyface when they had the chance? I do, I do. I think they should have went ahead and burned it because, yeah. uh, and, and I and I didn't think that at the time, but yeah. going forward, man, with with people gone and not having that big baby face, and I guess we'll talk about the Sami Zayn thing in a minute, but like, dude, they, I mean, WWE with their shit booking got a ma- massive baby face out of that, yeah, and I thought yeah. all that shit was long winded, and I thought the dialogue was hackneyed and stuff, but. Man, like they have a massive baby face out of that, and everyone's paying that. attention to that product because of that. Yeah, um, and and even, even like, the rest dude. of that card is like forgettable. I mean, everyone's turned on Bray Wyatt and like everything else, yeah. but because they have that hot baby face, whereas here, yeah, they kind of yeah. don't. Because I mean, Ricky, like, I mean, I don't mind him having a feud of Jericho, but I think it's, I kind of get where some people come from, where it's sort of like this is where like you know stars linger and dies in that sort of position unless yeah. he comes back up out of it and i don't know where the destination is if it's mjf again or what um yeah i don't know i think it's just, it's it is kind of that contrast of like you know the hot baby face versus not having one yeah i i, I think they should have pulled the trigger on on making him baby face and I think he's even, jericho, even jericho said that shit he was like oh you know you gotta go with what the people want and it's time to go babyface. You know you'll regret it. And apparently, I heard this that he was in the back being like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." And you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna stay heel or That's whatever. What I heard too. And they had teased it and everything. And it's like, man, could you show your inexperience anymore? Like, why couldn't you just go babyface right there? Like, you could always turn heel again. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Like, it's you you're not pull the trigger. Yeah, he chose, yeah. he chose, you know, he took that whenever you you could choose to whenever you want to go heel again. And he chose yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could, yeah, you could always. Fix that, whatever. People were ready, like you said, people were ready for it. So unless, unless you really had that guy to step up and and challenge him and for it to be hot, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think they should. For a week, I mean, it could have been Ricky, but you knew he wasn't going to win because, like, he had just won the belt. It was too soon. The Ricky shit with that. Ricky hasn't really proved to me since he turned babyface that he can be the top babyface right now. But during that feud, I was wondering if I was wrong. He's kind of on his he way lost, up. So a lot of his heel swagger is yeah, like, is like gray swagger that you can do as a babyface. Mm-hmm. And he dropped it on. And so he walks to the ring in his blank trucks. In his blank trunks, he doesn't have any swagger. Just kind of looks awkward walking out there. He lost a lot of that star power by dropping a lot of that shit. And you don't want to um, you don't want to make too many rock comparisons with him because it's like low hanging fruit. But when the rock went babyface, like he didn't drop all that stuff that yeah. made people like him to begin yeah. with. Like people liked Ricky, even though he was working heel because of mm-hmm. the cool shit that he was doing. Yeah. They yeah. dropped it. He's coming out. He's just coming out like in tr- plank trunks. He's not even swinging his arms barely. Like it's just, it's really weird. And it's really just been off putting to me. But his, and some of his promo stuff has been a little underwhelming too, like considering how good he is on the mic and how good he was as a heel and how good that MGF, which was the, is probably the highlight of his AEW run so far, was that the build to that match and that promo. Sure. But um, he needs to get some of that back. But, I mean, that's just part of this big problem that they have right now. But it's true, man. What everyone says is true. They don't have that big, massive baby face. They 
I think we're hesitant to. I thought Kenny was going to be that guy when AEW was announced. I Kenny, thought there's no Kenny way wants, Kenny wants to play with his friends, you know. Yeah, he wants to play with thing. his friends and like, but somebody has to be like, yo, you got to step up, dude. But God. that should have happened two how years much, ago. Yeah. How much has that derailed, like that trio's championship derailed so many like obvious storylines like the Bucks and FTR, like you mentioned earlier? We get and the then, party matches yeah. out they of it. The, they did have the Bucks and FTR <laughs> again. Um, yeah, it but, was okay. You know, it yeah, came but, on the heels yeah. of Briscoe. And the, you are, Briscoe. Well, again, you too, are I think never, people, compl- you people are complained n- like when they were like the champions and FTR wasn't the champ. And it, but like they weren't supposed to be the champions. It was supposed to be the Hardys. And you know, even Jeff, then, I guess that, that's news yeah, we weren't yeah, going to cover. But uh, yeah, it, Jeff, you know, license suspended for ten years because he. It wasn't supposed to be the the. The, it was supposed to be the Hardys, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can't pivot right there. You, can, yeah. you had, you had. That's the marquee. Ma- that's a huge money match, right? Like B- yeah. Bucks versus FTR. Every and they time did they it for the ROH title Dude, too. And but... having that match at the pay per view, the pi- timing yeah. was perfect for all the belts. They had the they had the IWGP Heavyweight ch- uh, Tag Team Championships. They had Triple A's. They had Impact. Didn't they have Impacts? I can't remember if they had Impacts. No, or not. they had they, uh, they had AAA's. They had um, or was it AAA or CMLL? Okay. Anyway, triple A, IWGP, ROH, and then they had like everybody's. Oh, and the ROH tag team championships. They had yeah. everything, and having all the belts on the line against the Bucks would have been huge. And yeah, God, yeah. man, what the fuck? Just because they want to do a trios, that they put that trios championship off for a really well, long they time. Done, that one's not that. I don't blame the trios on that. I blame like whatever booking they had. We said, well, who was it that won it off of them? Yeah. Keith Lee and Swerve. Um, and like that match was also what helped kind of make, you know, it started the whole Ricky and, and Hobbs stuff, like kind of like real jump start too. So like, I don't, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you could have had that. Match. I feel like, like some of that stuff would have happened no matter what, especially with like, like yeah. you could also argue that that's what helped the acclaimed, but the acclaimed would have got over big like that, even if they were working with FTR. In fact, it might've been even more so. Well, and the same thing was organic, right? Yeah. And for instance, like. Hardy Boys are over, but there's no way you should have had plans to put the belts on them unless they got super fucking over. You know what I mean? Like I mean, way beyond are. expectation. Yeah, but not like. Well, I yet, think it's it's not you like you want those. Like, like you know what I mean? Dream mat. You want them versus the Bucks uh, again. You want them versus FTR. Like stuff like that. Like I get that. I, I mean, maybe you know I mean, as as maybe maybe as people who are you know a little bit more into like the match quality maybe you're kind of like well whatever like you know yeah Hardys, what ever, that, yeah. whatever but like there's that mainstream appeal right I, I remember um there was just some guy that joey you were gaming with and you invited him to watch wrestling with us after your stream was done and he's like oh yeah like i know matt hardy and whatnot like Everybody that's the value knows. of some of these guys right yeah. is that like there's that like people who are kind of like normies or whatever they recognize them and it gets them a little invested yeah um I, yeah, but you don't want to overstate that too much with sure. guys that really can't go anymore. Hey, with a brief title reign, I mean that's and, and they but can still kind of they, go. They I mean, they're go. not like, they they can have they're still having decent matches. I don't yeah. like I don't like them personally, and I know you don't, and maybe that's why you're poo-pooing them so much. But let's be real, they can still they can still go. It's not a problem. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a, a little bit, but not. They can't really keep up with think, a lot of these teams. I don't know. But we saw. We saw well, that versus Darby. Maybe not. And, yeah, and maybe that Darby and Hardy. That Darby and Jeff Hardy match was insane. Are you, maybe like, it's just. Yeah, it was. And they did a lot of high spots, and it was, it was fun, no doubt. Um, but on a consistent and, 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 basis, I don't know. But the thing is, I, I'm picking on them because you. 
when things happen organically, and yeah, they're over, but were they over like people are dying to see them beat the top babyface team and they want them to be the champ? Like, did did it some storyline with the Hardys like make me even want them to fucking go over? You maybe, know, maybe maybe not that. Maybe well, the team, care. That's not what it's the team at the time was what Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I don't necessarily know that. that I mean, they they, they people were waiting for them to lose at that and, point. And, like, and they did kind of overstayed their welcome. It, and it's not necessarily to want the Hardys to be the champions. I mean, they're a legendary team, whether we like them or not. And them having yeah, some lineage to the belt. Yeah, it'll add lineage to the belt. Exactly what I was going to say. And and then also like whoever beats them, and they don't even have to have it long. We're not talking about a seven years Bruno San Martino run. Yeah, but, we're but talking about saying, we're talking about whoever they like whoever month. whoever beats them, they put over and they get the. I'm rub. talking about things. I'm talking about things that storyline beats or character beats that get over big, like the acclaimed sure. have, whether or not it's a sure. a slogan. And you you can stay with the Hardys and say like the brother Nero shit got over. It worked organically and it added so much. Remember that time? Like people were fucking talking about that. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck I remember. about Impact I remember. Yeah, I remember. That's what the that's the type of shit I'm talking about, right? Sure. Not just well, they're the fucking Hardy Boys because they were the fucking Hardy Boys then too. Yeah. But Who now else? you add this to it, and now everyone's fucking talking about it. That's when you put the fucking belts on somebody. Well, th- and if you can't build that, and we're spinning our wheels for so many years, and like. How many storylines in AEW since the inception are fucking killer? I disagree with you. Less than you can count on your hands, I promise. I disagree with you on this because sometimes there isn't one of those teams that it's time to step up. That's my problem. That's the thing. You don't don't get a belt because you're over necessarily. Sometimes you have to have the belt to get over. And there's some of those. Or to help somebody get over. Or to help somebody get over. Yeah. To get over. Yeah, exactly. And and it's it's some of those guys, there's some like old school guys that'll be like, Oh, I never wanted a belt because you know, that's a sign of a great wrestler who could be over and not ever have to have a championship. The championship really ultimately, yeah, it's 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 a tool to help somebody grow as a star. And like, look at Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts never wanted a belt because, you know, he he was that kind of wrestler. And, you know, same with Tommy Dreamer. Apparently Tommy Dreamer turned down the ECW championship so many times until they absolutely had to put it on them whenever everybody was leaving and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's a thing, but yeah. Right. But when he finally got it, because he did that for so long, it was big, and you know they needed that obviously. But but it meant something then. Isn't that what a you transitional know, Ro- Roman Reigns? Is? Roman Reigns d- didn't need the belt. I mean, they—they—he's been their biggest star for however many years, whether or not that's organic or not. He does, but he has it, it and it, and it totally, he needs it. and it, but it, it totally works. I, he, I mean, of course, because he needs it. He needs it. He's, I don't know that he yeah. needs it. He needs it. If he's not, if he he's never, not the top he dog. never worked as their top star when he wasn't the champion. It was always weird. It felt like exactly. it made the, it made the, it made their actual champions look like jokes. I mean, exactly. I remember like when. AJ Styles was like, you know, the the lineal champion. Like I know the Universal one's the more important one, but he's when he was the World Heavyweight Champion for a, a decent period of time, never main evented a pay per view, and it just felt like Dead it might on. as well be like a mid carder. But he's not a he's not a guy that that needs not anymore. Just going back to your point, he's not a guy that like needs it to develop or whatever because he is what he is well, now. No, so it's no, not, no, 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 no. It's not, not these no, guys he develop you're, into you're, that you're completely. The title. Well, you're completely ignoring that's You are missing question. the point because you are missing the point because the reason you now you're right. Like today, you're right. But the way he got to this point was being champion. Yeah. Like the way he how long has he been champion? He got well, to this point like, while yeah, he was champion, not before. You my know point I mean? is my point is there is there isn't a rule 
about who should be champion. It you know it in the moment who should be fucking champion. And it's and it's the guy who's gonna make the most money as fucking champion. And the belts do mean something. It's not just not just a tool. Like it's it's the pinnacle of your it should be the pinnacle of your booking. It should be everything you're booking around. And you should always be wondering who's next. Like if he gets through this guy, who's next? Or are these storylines gonna intertwine with the title? It should always be in your mind, and I don't think there is a, a general rule. Yeah, maybe some guys like Jake the Snake didn't need the belt, but I also don't know if Jake the Snake could have carried the company as champion, maybe for a little bit. Piper sure, sure could have. I always thought that was a mistake not doing that, but it's the, there's no rule, but you know it when you see it, who should be the fucking champion. And that goes for the tag championships as well. I guess we should move on. We got it. We're going to cover some non-AEW stuff too. Yeah, um, that was the main event. So you know, it's yeah, so, and that, that's yeah. that. Um, I guess like tangentially related, we can kind of uh, ROH TV um, through Honor Club is starting up this week. Hmm. Um, a couple interesting things that I saw on or like that they're setting up at least. That I think they recorded two weeks of television uh, based on kind of what I had read. But we've got uh, the very first match: Mark Briscoe versus Slim J. Yeah, um, kind of two classics from ROH. That'll be cool. Um, Takeshita's on this show. Um, apparently, they set up Wheeler Yuta's next challenger, and it's Timothy Thatcher. So, oh, oh my god, uh, Thatcher was on the no, Not even a that... spoiler warning. Damn. No, sorry. Well, I think just, you'll live with that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It's not. It a sounds match like result. it sounds like it's spoilers be... are only match results, Joey. Okay, it's, it's not angles. If it, if they bring in a surprise <laughs> as a new challenger, that's a spoiler. Listen, that's um. Okay. Listen, look, it I mean, like, he seems to be. All right, go it's, on. it sounds like they have some interesting stuff uh, in plan for the yeah. ROH show. It's not just going to be them throwing something on TV. So, and they, uh, it looks like they have a championship match uh, for the world title, and they also set up. Uh, looks like who their big program is going to be for Claudio, uh, which spoiler alert is Eddie Kingston. Oh wow! So Eddie is going to get uh, some fucking shine there with a world championship. And they have all. Okay, there's a lot another of guy. There's another guy that yeah. maybe was primed for a while to be a top baby yeah. face, and they went away from it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't have worked, but they didn't. They sat on it. Yeah, so. that's true. That's also true. I thought for sure he was like next in line. Mm -hmm. Well, he's on the King's Road, so his all of his hair is going to be gray by the time he gets that. Fucking <laughs> well, hey, he might be on a different King's Road now. Um, I don't know. Uh, but speaking of Eddie Kingston, should we take that pivot to go to New Japan now? Talk about yeah, battle, yeah. Battle, yeah. battle of the Valley, or was it no, Battle, no, battle, no, in, the battle in the Valley? valley of, it's in battle, the valley. battle in the Valley. In the Valley, yeah. Okay. Um, so we, yeah, we watched the show, and there was another show right before it, another uh, New Japan show. So the fallout of that led led to here. Um, Okada defended against Shingo, and his next challenger setup was Tanahashi. So we had that match on this show, uh, and we also have um, we also had uh, Jay White, Russell Eddie Kingston. He was kicked out of Japan on that show, and on this show, he is. He's the, the, it yeah. was Jay White versus um, not Eddie. The first one was Jay White versus Hikaleo, which was Hikaleo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The next match is Eddie Kingston, and it's. If he loses, he uh, leaves New Japan altogether. Yeah, and Kingston can't wrestle there anymore. Um, or, yeah, um, Jay White, you mean? 
Oh, you're just oh, you're talking about if if Jay White won and Kingston lost, he also could no longer wrestle in New Japan, even though he's not formally contracted there. Anybody think that was going to happen? No, Uh, no, I mean everybody (laughs) knew the result of that was of of that going into the show. What did you guys think of them milking this for that for the second match? Like, okay, (laughs) wrestle in Japan. Now, what about New Japan? I mean, I I joked that this was like this. It felt like what they've been doing with uh, Keiji Muto. Man, that's been. But uh, yeah, it was just like, um, I mean, not quite as bad as Keiji Muto, right? Where that was a couple months of just like Keiji Muto's last match. uh, You know, Keiji Muto's last match, last match there, last match there, last 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 singles match, last trios match. You know, whatever (laughs) um, type of thing that you've got um, going on. But yeah, so like they milked it out. It felt a little weird, especially because like, and I don't know why they necessarily did it. Right? I guess they're just. I, I don't know. It's kind of, um, you know, it, it, I get that there's like a quick turnaround, right? It's kind of weird that this was sort of his last match in New Japan, period, like putting over a guy who's not in the company. Um, the match itself was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed that. But, uh, yeah. The match was good, but what did you guys think of the uh, the post-match shit with... David Finley, he got the biggest fucking heel reaction in yeah. that promo. Yeah, it was super. It was it was just weird, and like we kind of talked about this too in the match, and like it's kind of an issue in commentary the uh, the New Japan shows in general, where I feel like they don't really delineate between heels and faces very well. Where it's like, oh, like you know, Jay Jay White's this despised heel, but like, oh hey, like you know, we really respect what he's done for the company. Uh, which is like kind of weird and sort of breaking kayfabe a little bit, but then like David Finley comes out, who's uh, I guess for a heel turn because I don't think he was healed before this. Attacks him before he gets to have like a farewell promo, and um, yeah, to- yeah, takes that away, which gives because yeah, I mean I hear what you're saying; it does kind of break kayfabe, but they always do that when somebody's pretty much done. But they forego the Jay White farewell promo. Which has you, which kind of leaves the door open for him to come back, obviously. But I think the big thing was just to get Finley some heat. And when Finley said "fuck California," that was the big. That was the biggest reaction of the entire fucking night. I think. <laughs> Definitely the biggest heat that anyone got the, that whole the, night. The crowd was a little was mic'd a little weird. It was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. So. It was a weird it was thing too, more. too, right? Like a cheap like. Uh, like shit on the hometown heat or whatever. Like that was, it felt weird in that promo um, too. He I added that. context as it went on, but like I thought yeah. it was cheap heat too, just to say fuck this. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't say he, it was just literally fuck California. It wasn't yeah. California has the fucking nastiest blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The fucking fish down here tastes like shit. It was, you know, it was just fuck California and man, it went over and then it went <laughs> on to say fuck, fuck Japan. And, you know, it was, I thought it was good, man. That was like a yeah. moment for him, man. I think, you know, and he got the heat from it. So whatever you thought of it, it, it worked. The match, the, the prior match was really good, too. I thought I thought this was one of Eddie Kingston's better matches, too. You guys, we're getting some messages from Necro Eric. Should we address them on the show? Sure, yeah. I said, <laughs> uh, you guys don't watch wrestling, unfortunately. We should talk about the actual good stuff, but you ignore every single thing. That's good. Sometimes <laughs> I feel that way, Eric. I know that you're talking shit, but listen, sometimes sometimes I feel that way. Um, 
because I know there is a lot of good stuff out there. You probably, I don't even know if the dude stuck around. Sometimes I feel like watching AEW, sometimes I feel like my wrestling hour may be better spent elsewhere. Sure, but you that's know? what a review yeah. show is about. We talk about what we think about it. We we watch what we can. We watch what people want to listen to. Uh, we have people that listen to the show that do enjoy AEW, and that, so that's what we talk about. I understand that you know you want us to review Billy Starks versus Janai Kai, two out of three falls. <laughs> but let me tell you something, dude. I can guarantee you that some probably the worst AEW match is probably better than that fucking match right there. Like, and, hey, I mean, Timothy Thatcher versus Mike Bailey. That's probably that sounds great. That's probably like, fucking awesome. But we we all have jobs. We all have lives. You know, I stream. I mean, listen, we're like, we're doing it, and doing we're doing a wrestling best. podcast, yeah. so. We're still talking about pro wrestling. We're still talking about like like past experiences, talking about other wrestlers, talking about like old school stuff. We very much love wrestling. I am a former pro wrestler myself. If it's not what you like, it doesn't mean that we don't like wrestling. It's just what I'll just say this about GCW. I gave them my attention, man. They lost me. They lost me. I'm as a a fucking mark. (laughs) I, I just I tried, dude. They fucking lost me. I mean, yeah, I mean I think that's... About, you talk about booking that absolutely fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That booking absolutely fucking sucks. And some of those matches, those guys are extremely talented. And dude, they have that company has all the fucking potential. And I was just depressed watching what they'd end up running out there. And we've seen them live. We've got we go live when they come to Dallas. So it's yeah. not like we didn't give them a chance. Yeah. It's not like we don't watch I'm, any of that stuff. I'm down you know? to give them a, another chance, but dude, Brett <laughs> needs a booker. He doesn't need to book that shit himself. I mean, the guy books like just—I mean, he really books like a fucking mark. They think he thinks honest. he thinks they're the second coming of ECW, and booking wise, he can't even fucking lace those boots. Like, and I there was mo- there's moments where like you feel like oh this well, could be the second coming of WWE ECW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The thing about AEW, and you you want to say like whatever we watch the mainstream stuff, and yeah, it's mainstream. It's a TNT show. The promise of AEW versus whatever the reality is, whether or not that promise is fulfilled or, you know, squandered, <laughs> is what kind of keeps me going. Uh, talking about that. Now, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I don't even think he's here anymore. But yeah, no, but know, yeah, and that's just, fine. Your your opinion is very valid. Say some interesting things. Your 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 opinion is very valid. We have a format to the show that we do, and as far as like ignoring chat, nobody's ignoring chat. I personally using my very own fingers to respond to chat as it comes up um it just makes it for poor listening when we have this show go up on other platforms like spotify apple music pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts and we're sitting here talking to a chat that people can't see when they're listening to those shows no it's okay i mean so, i'm just i'm just i'm just well we are on twitch too and we do have a chat yeah. sure. i just wanted to sure. i just and that's, why, want to address, that's why i did i, I did want to address yeah this particular issue because sure. i i wonder sometimes like especially in the in our early days was it just like well are we just an AEW podcast because there's a lot of other shit i want to cover and i still feel that way but it is hard to the accessibility of i mean we a we, fucking tnt when you know and and i am fascinated by what sure. AEW is doing at the end of the day it's mm-hmm. still part of the wrestling universe and we we do like we said we went out of our way to watch new japan two new japan shows uh stardom 
We watched AEW. Yep. We watched the WWE, some WWE stuff. We watched so much stuff. There's only Speaking so much of breaking time. Breaking kayfabe. I'm gonna take a dog out real quick. Okay. So, <laughs> so there's only so much time in the day for us exactly. to watch wrestling. Even though I want to watch every single fucking thing that's out there. Um, but some of it's good and some of it's not so good. And some of it you just know is not going to be good. And, uh, we just, we do our best. We absolutely do and, our and, best. And you know there. what? Like, I mean, there's, there's some stuff where it's like, I mean, like, I, I mean, we watched the rumble, right? We didn't expect that to be great. Um, but it's just like, it's the rumble, right? We got to watch that. Right. It's kind of, there's sort of, you know, sort of a rite of passage almost, you know, it's sort of an obligation. Um, and you know, sometimes like reviewing bad stuff is good, but like, again, like some of the stuff, and some of it, I'm sure, is great, but, like, you listed a million shows. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how any human being has the time to watch yeah, you have a to... fraction of that, right? I mean, like, yeah. like, let alone, you know, just, I mean, we're... The, the, I mean, I don't necessarily, you know, look at it as, like, a job watching, you know? I mean, I'll admit, like, sometimes Rampage, like, if I watch it, it's kind of roll of the dice. Right. Sure. It's kind of um it's kind of hard to fit that that extra hour in, right? But it's like, you know, fitting in everything else and like getting our schedules to sync up because some of the stuff, right? Like, I mean, we don't want to buy like a pay-per-view that just one of us is gonna watch. Like we wanna, you know, sit there for that or you know, New Japan World, yeah. you know, we don't all have an account and stuff like that. We'd like to watch, you know, relatively in sync and stuff like that. But yeah, so we watch this stuff. Um yeah, should we go back to the um, our yeah, regular? Yeah. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, at the end of the day, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I just want to say this. At the end of the day, there's only so much wrestling that we can watch. We do our best. We try to give you a, a good show. We actually put a lot of effort into this show. Period. If if it's not something that's not your thing, you want to watch, you know, um, you want to watch a uh, Drew Parker versus John Wayne Murdoch or Sawyer Wreck versus Bam Sullivan. More power to you, man. If that's your thing, totally cool. It's not like I don't know who these people are. It's not like I don't know that world of wrestling. It's not like I haven't wrestled on a fucking Outlaw Mode show myself. It's just, it is what it is. Like, it's, we we just do our best, man. And we try to watch as much wrestling as can. You have to be an absolute fucking neckbeard to watch every single thing that's out there. Like, what life can you possibly live if you're watching Listen, every it, single we, fucking yeah. minute of fucking pro wrestling out there? And I'm going to tell you this right now. All of us have like girlfriends, wives, kids, jobs, like other responsibilities, and we can't watch every single thing. And we put it, we fucking stay up really late making sure that we watch as much as we absolutely can so we can talk about it on the show for you guys. So if you don't like it, understandable, no problem. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, but you know, don't tell us that we don't watch wrestling because, man, I've watched, a, I've probably watched so much more wrestling in my life than most people in the fucking world so i don't know what to tell you and it's not like we didn't follow some of the the smaller indie shit because that's what we want to watch that's what we want sure. to like and that's what we want to be good and man a lot of it just lost us mm -hmm. yeah gcw we followed for a long time we followed it on this show we covered our early episodes if you look at it we have shows that spend the majority of the time talking about gcw shows sure and then just, the recording for these episodes were a lot was a lot longer because we paired, especially in those early Brose days, we watched GCW we and did. then we recorded. And man, did that suck the energy out of the room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could so have. Yeah, go. so we we do our best. So thank you for if you guys continue to listen to us, we appreciate your support. Um, and obviously Necro Eric didn't like it, and he's gone. Well, sorry, dude. I mean. Maybe you should start a podcast where you talk about real wrestling. Maybe people really want to know about Adam Priest versus Damian Tangra. 
Maybe people want to know about that. Maybe people want to know about um, Suge D and Alex Kane versus AC Mack and Jade Jaden. Well, hold on, what was? I can't believe I can't remember his name. What was Robert De Niro's son's name in the from the movie? Uh, what, what, Jimmy what? Lloyd. Yeah, you want to talk about fucking Jimmy Lloyd, bro? Start get Jimmy Lloyd to do your yeah. fucking show with you, man. Yeah, yo, maybe, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Lloyd's probably I, I got didn't plenty see of time. Lloyd listed, but yeah, yeah I, saw, got, um, I saw a clip of a, Jimmy Lloyd wrestling in a cornfield a couple weekends ago. I guess it was like a Field of Dreams gimmick. <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd like going through a glass pane in a fucking Iowa cornfield. Man, get the fuck out of he's here! Pro- All right, he's probably the most I famous. Reject, I reject your fucking theory that no New Japan US shit has been good because Strong was a pretty consistently good fucking show. It's just like no one watched it. I'm guilty of not watching it sometimes. Battle of the Valley wasn't bad. It was a it wasn't show. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't great, bad. but it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad yeah. show at all. I um, reject that it's never been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would also I, I, I like seeing so, the So do you guys just want to get into, uh, do you guys just want to talk about the IWGP Women's Championship match? Because yeah, I know we have, yeah. we have Tana and Okada on this card. But dude, this is the match that really was the. Mark yeah, it, I kind of it was one of those things where I don't know why this like the match that actually drew the, the tickets and the buys and whatnot wasn't the main event. But whatever, we got Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie <laughs> for the IWGP Women's Championship. Um, obviously, this is her big coming out match, right? This is you know free of the shackles of WWE, um, out on her own, um, post you know. Botched finisher. She didn't botch it this time, at least. Uh, what you guys think? Well, I had seen someone say that this was one of the greatest women's matches of all time, and while <laughs> I do, while I disagree with that, I thought this was really fucking excellent. It was man. a I really, really yeah. it was it's probably match of the show too. It's probably I can't think of a better one. Yeah. honestly, um, it was even better than Okada versus Tana at the end. And uh, I feel vindicated by always sticking up for mercedes or whatever in the past because she does so many things well she puts so much energy and heart into so many of the little things and she's not the total package or perfect or whatever Mm -hmm. but she really showed that she's serious about what she's doing you can tell she's taking her training seriously think she got the finisher right but dude most importantly she looked like one zillion american dollars in this on this show regardless it was on a basketball court or whatever wherever it was you forgot that because she looked like a fucking yeah, she looked like a, she had a lot of star power <laughs> great star presence um we had also watched that stardom show i mean i don't, I don't know if we really wanted to go into that detail <laughs> yeah, but how do you think she said how do you think this how do you think this stacked up compared to that this was better than anything i saw in that stardom show and it obviously is, yeah. we had this it's stardom talent essentially with Kyrie, but uh and I'm not shitting on stardom, but I think uh, we talked about some of the problems with stardom. One, one of the things being like the ring gear; everybody's got the same fucking ring gear. There's just well, not and a lot I, of variety. And I, and I, like prefaces, right? It's like it's not the same, right? There, it, but it's just it. They're also glittery, so like yeah, yeah out yeah. there with their gear that it's it all kind of just it uh, just blends together in a weird way. Um, and especially when you great, don't watch these yeah. girls regularly. You can't necessarily tell who most of them are, and I think you know we watched um, the uh, the main event, the Julia versus Suzu Suzuki match. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. I don't think it was, it was quite good. as good as this, but it was good. Uh, and then you had the 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 roulette match, which what we watched, which was like a big mix of like people on all spots of the card, and some people there were like, I mean, there was uh, one girl 
um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but we had joked that she looked like every, like she was like a Gaijin and she looked like every Divas Revolution superstar wrapped up in one. And it's like, it's like the fact that she's here a good sign or a bad sign instead of WWE. And I think we uh, came to the consensus it was not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think, Joey? Yeah, I thought I thought this match was fucking outstanding. I I, I, I was like really poo pooing it at first because the um the entrance the Mercedes Monet entrance uh whenever they had the dancers it was so bad and it was weird and the dancers were all like it wasn't out of bad sync. it was just weird I thought it was bad their the dancers were out of sync um it was really uh, yeah, it was really true. dark it looked kind of blurry like the camera couldn't get into very good focus and all you know but once once mercedes came out it's crazy the contrast right like she just she had not she had like the she looked like a star she had like the hana kimura yeah you're on Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah and she was uh she looked like a like you said like she looked like a million bucks and uh it was great it was weird seeing her come out in like a a much smaller building you know we were used to her in like giant arenas and things like that and her coming out and smaller she really lit up the room and uh, she didn't skip a beat though man she i mean it didn't bother you could yeah. didn't look like she was she was so she happy to be there yeah she didn't feel you didn't get the sense that she's well, like, and she's oh, been I'm out of the ring it. for over a year right yeah has it been that long jesus yeah she might be she, i mean i don't know the exact well like time of her. we know she's been training we've seen videos of her training with like yeah. uh marafuji and things like that yeah it was good. Anyways, this match ruled. I thought it was awesome. You know, um, how would you compare it to the the Stardom show? Uh, it was way better. It was uh, night and day, honestly. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: um, uh, the um, what is it? The World of Stardom Championship or the Wonder of Stardom yeah. Championship? World, yeah. The match was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. Um, well, we thought it had potential. You know, Suzuki is tremendously talented. Julia is tremendously talented. And the match was okay. It was good. You know, it was, it was um, kind of like when you, it's like one of those matches that like, sometimes like people like will watch new Japan and they'll see a match like that. Cause it was very much that style. Sure. Right? You yeah. know, it's, it's all under Bushi road, but like, you know, stardom and new Japan are relatively distinct outside of, uh, I guess this IWGP belt. Um, it, but it's like one of those matches where like you you hype up new Japan and then they see that match and they like, they might not get it. And I feel like that was the kind of match um that you would get right where it's like the one where it's like you know like they can see that like these people are athletic that they're talented that they're skilled sure but they can't necessarily like see like what like it's not like one of those things where it's like yeah if i wanted to like get someone into like this brand of wrestling that's not probably the match i would show them yeah i agree i mean it was average it was i it's above average i guess but uh it didn't exactly. I I want to like stardom a lot more than I'm afraid I do, and I know I need to check out some of the other Joshi promotions a little bit. It's hard to Tokyo make it through Joshi that Pro, shit, etc. It's hard to make it through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It seems like the good stuff is not as prevalent as the as the bad stuff on that. On they that have show. a lot of talent, but I mean the same thing can be said if you come in cold to a lot of New Japan shows. Some of it's a slog, man, and they're another company that has a lot of talent, and the cards are top heavy and the quality sometimes is top heavy i just feel that same way like they had that roulette match which had some of their top talent they didn't have a spot for in the card mixed in with some of the greenhorns and that's exactly what it was and you saw you could tell who was you know incredible and who needs some seasoning yeah yeah you had like that bit uh with um mayu uh 
Iwatani. Uh, Mayu Itami and uh, Tai Nakano, who was the the girl that Kyrie faced at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, and like they were very good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Apparently, that was like what what apparently the original Wrestle Kingdom plan was, and it's like yeah, like you know these two stand out, like these two are very good, and then other oh, people tremendous. in there, tremendously yeah. talented. And it was also weird too that like everyone's like mm-hmm. outside of like the top stars who be like doubling as like a young boy or young girl as well <laughs> was a little weird where they're like. Like after they're eliminated, they're just like hanging out at the side of the ring to like you know catch anyone if they fall or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and, and I know in the uh, in the wonder of uh, wonder of stardom championship match, like I guess there was some partisanship going on because some of the young girls were helping. Uh, yeah, you know, beat another. You know, so we, we don't follow <laughs> it up. I get like, dude, <clears throat> if that's if that flavor probably works a lot for a lot of people that. But I'm going to need to see in-ring quality because, like, it's just, for instance, like, anime. Some people just love anime just because it's fucking anime, and that's the point. Joey's a big fan. Joey's a huge anime market. Okay. (laughs) I'll watch an anime. I will watch the occasional anime if I think the story is is good. You know what I mean? I watch the I, I, the only anime I've and ever I get actually, it. I get that people like and I like spaghetti yeah. westerns. I like fucking old horror movies or whatever. That's you know they, they don't even need to be really good. <laughs> the Venn diagram of the overlap between like <laughs> people who like spaghetti westerns and anime is probably I, like I'm, very tiny. <laughs> I watched the uh, I watched the the cyber I guess soft topic, but I watched the cyberpunk um, anime. And oh, how was that? It's pretty good. They made him a mark. It's pretty good, but here's the thing. I would have liked it more if it wasn't anime. If it was the same thing but not anime. <laughs> so there you go. If it was, if it was done by it, the team I, that did Batman the animated series. Honestly, hell yeah. But I, I just I liked it because it was cyberpunk and it was you know it had the, it was the lore and it it, could, it tied yeah. into the game's story and all that stuff. It was good. But like I said, like I didn't really the, the stuff I didn't like is stuff I don't like because I don't like anime. You know what I mean? Wait, it's tied into like the anime. video game story, or like the it tabletop. It's, it's, a, it's a no. The, the video. video it's, well, it's well both because it's the same, but like it's the it's a it's a prequel. It happens right before the video game story. Yeah. So, Marcus says he is the anime freak. I know. I'm <laughs> <in the chat. laughs> okay. Um, again, I would like to reiterate: we do pay attention to chat. I, I'm typing responses as we do the podcast here but again like you know we try to yeah. stay on topic for the sake of the people who listen no, that was on topic at least yeah. in this instance exactly off like we can the off topic yeah, on topic of the off topic but it's okay to to acknowledge chat during the yeah. podcast uh somewhat you know it, it's it's a different thing having a conversation with somebody that drops a giant paragraph um about you know their wrestling that it, they like yeah. you know yeah. it's different um, so, uh, so Mercedes wins the IWGP women's title. Like it yeah. would be a shock if she didn't, but, uh, I think she's only, sca- I, I don't, we don't know her full schedule, but I think she's only got like two other matches officially I booked. I know. And like, one of them's a rematch, I think. Yeah. She's only like, like, what? She's only got like a couple matches on her contract. Yeah, it was no. like, was it four matches or four appearances that they initially missed? Yeah, because I thought it was four matches, but then I heard only two officially booked. I was like, dang. Like, this and I mean, like, I'm not yeah. saying that like her and Kyrie can't have like great matches and whatnot, but like, I kind of want to see her with like, I want to see her wrestle Julia. Yeah, I want to see her wrestle Julia. I want to see wrestle Julia, Mayu Tommy. Like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. see yeah. those matches. I want to see her wrestle the clown. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know if I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll sit that one out. There's a clown um, on that show. It's weird. Yeah. Like so a, do you think she's going to show up in stardom to promote, or do you think it'll be New Japan? See, uh, only because I think her contract's with New Japan. Well, I mean, it's the same company. It's directly with, it's, company, it's with Bushi Road, I think. It's not, okay, yeah. with, it's not so, New Japan proper. Well, yeah, yeah, well, it is, but it's like, there's a company that owns I understand Stardom that, and New yeah, Japan. I, I couldn't remember I if it was with if her contract was signed by New Japan or I if mean, it was signed by Bushi Road. She could specify. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. She's it's it's I mean, like as far as like how she's gonna be promoted, I mean it's probably just New Japan. That's why she has the well, lately, I mean, as we've like, seen, New Japan well, contractual statuses don't really matter to I mean much. she has she has a New Japan specific title, so Yes, I think that's what it's going to be. I, is there I, a I, date? Is there a date for her next match? No, they I haven't said anything so. yet. I don't think so. I would, I would, I would assume because we have the, um, we have the New Japan Cup coming up on March fifth. Uh, maybe the final. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe sometime during that, or maybe the final. Yeah, because the final is usually a bigger show. Yeah. Um, and then you know, then there's like, what is it? What's they don't do Sakura Genesis anymore, right after the New Japan Cup, right? What is the they do something after New Japan Cup That's now. A, um, I think it is Sakura Genesis. That's what I thought, too. Well, um, do you guys see her sticking out past these um, obligated dates? Or do you think she'll go back? Let's just, let's just do the low-hanging. I, I hope she doesn't if, go back. If you believe WWE, then, then um, she's going to get it out of her system and be back in WWE. But I think, I don't think she will, man, if she's making enough money and she actually is having, like if she has a good run and she's having good matches and she's enjoying herself, mm-hmm. I don't see her going back. I really don't. She's not going to be able to do that when she goes back. If, 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 um, you know, if she does, you know, yeah. so I don't think so. I think, I think we're going to see her, um, outside <laughs> of WWE for a long time. Maybe they only gave her a few dates to see if she's worth the money. Maybe, uh, too. and I would think that they already feel that way because that venue sold out. That was the only match announced for that show and it sold out because of her. So she's a draw for them. And uh, in the United I'm States, had it's, been very, announced, but... it's very hard for them to, um, it's very hard for them to sell out buildings in the United States <laughs> and cause they haven't been lately and they, they did. So they have to, she has to be considered a draw at this point. There's, so. There was that and the fact that they did Okada and Tana as the main event. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they, they probably they can't go back to that. I guess they could, but they probably won't go back to that well again. So, what did you guys think of that match, by the way? Where does that stand in it the was Okada Tana series? I don't think it was one of their best ones. I thought it was good, yeah. but I, yeah. it was not the uh, the Okada Tana of that, you know, that streak um, or that, that storied rivalry that they had in the past. And, sure. I, and I think that's like a thing with like both these guys, right? You know, you're always going to get like a good match. Whether or not you get yeah. like an all timer, you know, who knows? I don't think this was an all timer. It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, it was good though. Even listen, even when we saw them uh, at the G1 in 2019, Joey, we were there live and yeah, most of the excitement for that was just, the fact that they were there together yeah. and dude, that was exciting. The match was good. And that was the height they, of, they, like, they tried to do it again. New that's, Japan. that's clearly what they were trying to do. They're still yeah. trying to figure out, which is weird because they're still trying to figure out their American audience and what they're liking and everything. And remember they tried to promote like a Gaijin 
for all their shows and then they're oh, like yeah. then people were like we want to see the new japan talent and so then they fucking put the mainstream new japan talent on the top of the card and that's why they did you know um okada versus uh tanahashi but like they need to learn that we like a lot of those wrestlers you know we like a lot of them so we need they can they can change it up a little bit you know the big the big takeaway from this is that monet completely you know recovered from you the know weird, the uh, weird shaky debut. and weird yeah. debut she's completely you know she completely exonerated herself on that front yeah and there's exciting things ahead for her or at least like keep your eye open for what she does next mm-hmm. and you look forward to what happens next after this hey, she teased a mixed tag team champion or mix pack mixed tag match aren't we excited for that yeah Turn I, I mean, it, in a, in like, uh, in joey's favorite match format i don't want to see that that's just a waste <laughs> of her fucking talent Whatever. It's a waste of one of her contractual appearances. <sighs> yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you have such limited dates. Like there's no way that's going to be one of them, right? Although I, you know, before I even saw the event, I saw the people posting photos of Okada and her holding up the titles, and that shit was that shit was money, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, they put them on even playing field and like, like, <clears throat> e- like even promotion right there. That's awesome. That's that shows how much they believe in what they're doing with her. So. I, I, I honestly of, yeah, think that go she's going to show that she's worth the money. So, let's see. Speaking of Okada, we didn't talk about the Okada Kiyomiya angle, um, Kiyomaya, whatever. Sorry, um, we talked about the angle. I think, but we haven't talked about the I match. Don't, which... I don't know. I know we talked about. It. I don't think we talked about it on a show. Really? Because I kept me- I kept meaning to bring it up the last time we recorded. Well, and I did. Let's cover it then. So, a couple months back, um, they're doing a. Uh, a mixed show for New Japan. We were going to cover it. I guess we didn't have time. But, you know, they, last year they did the crossover show between NOAA and um, New Japan um, in the Tokyo Dome. And then they did it again this year, except this time it was more substantial. It wasn't just a bunch of tag team matches. It was uh, actual singles matches. There was some tag team matches. It was way more substantial. Uh, during, the big angle did come out of yeah, a, a multi-man match. That's that, that's true. Um, yeah. There was a, a moment where um, Kiyomiya, he kicks the fuck out of Okada in a tag match. And they just do this angle where it just looks so legit. Right in the fucking face. Right in the face. And yeah. they beat the fuck out of each other. And they they can't be controlled. And, you know, you it's it's hard for a New Japan match to get thrown out because <laughs> of disqualification mm-hmm. in the contest. And that's what happened here because they were fucking fighting each other so much. And... Um, yeah, it was awesome. And wrestling Twitter reacts like it's a shoot, like a fight right. breaks out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. That's how it should be, right? Um, it was very obvious that it was a work. Um, Kiyomaya, uh, he... What are you talking about? It wasn't a work. Like, it was like, you know, work, shoot kind of thing. But work, like, shoot. I mean, it, listen, if you're going to do it, these guys committed, man, because this yeah. shit was... Some of these fucking strikes were stiff and some yeah. of these slams to the outside were fucking brutal and the, nasty let me tell you and the, man they kept coming at each other just when you thought okay like he's done like they're gonna sell it like he's laid out kumai would get up and come back after okada and just be stiff as fuck this was the angle of the year so far yeah in my me, opinion let me tell you that just this angle alone is worth going back and watching yeah. like it's it's worth <laughs> checking out it's not very long You'll enjoy it. I'm sure it's all over. Like you can find it on Reddit. You just do a search. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, so they're doing this thing, and like, uh, 
Kaimaya, he he challenges Okada to a match. Uh, Okada says, no, fuck you. I don't like you. <laughs> it doesn't want to do it. Um, then they do uh, another, the next Noah pay-per-view. Uh, Kiyomiya, he is, he's the he he wins his match, and Okada shows up, attacks him. So the match is on, right? So it was a big surprise. Um, I love how they I love how they did it. That's exactly how it should be done, right there. It's very yeah. simple. It's on both shows, mm-hmm. not just one. And um, it's it's good. I haven't gotten to watch the match yet. Davey got to watch the match. Tell us about the match, man. So it's on the uh, Keiji Muda. Final grand final pro wrestling last love holdout. The last love holdout. Man, they held out for this one. <laughs> so he had his quote unquote final match against Naito, and then another other impromptu, match. presumably absolute final match. The Chono thing was really weird. Let me just get that out of the way real quick. So <laughs> Naito beats him with a. They he can't quite post for the Destino. The first time, so he does it, and look, he looks good. Especially, I mean, dude, you're, you're gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you with a caveat for his age. He looks good. He does a lot of his classic shit with speed and intensity still, and looked good. And the crowd liked it. The match was, you know, whatever. If you, unless you have a history watching uh, Keiji Muto, this probably wouldn't mean much to you in a vacuum. If you've been watching his whole career, definitely check this out. But. The match was okay. Naito goes over, hits him with the second Destino. Like, you figure he's going to put him over on the way out. The, but then Masahiro Chono gets in the ring, and he's got his, like, grandpa pants on, and he's selling like he's in Depends and can barely walk and stuff, but he's got the sunglasses on. It still kind of looks cool. He looks like cool, dangerous <laughs> grandpa. And they fucking ring the bell, dude, and the crowd no goes bananas. No I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so Chono's... <laughs> Shining Wizard still looks better than than Naito's little fake ass. <laughs> Naito's so fucking terrible. I don't know why he continues to do those Shining what? Wizards. Like, Come the on, this fucking looking shit in wrestling. Maybe that's done Naito's? the way he wants it to be done. Dude, it's so bad. So Tonos is still better at his age. Still looks like it actually makes impact. Doesn't look like uh like play pretend fighting. Here's the weird thing. He puts them in the. In the S in the fucking STF, yeah. about two and a half minutes in the, in the match, Tono puts uh, Mudo in the STF, and Mudo fucking taps, <coughs> like puts over Chono, he puts on over the way Chono, out. who's like the same age. He's I one year younger sure. than him, and he's I retired. He was retired as well. I thought for sure. I mean, I mean. Muto still moves around three times as better. I thought for sure they were just doing this so like they could put him over on the way out, but that, it was really yeah. strange. I don't know why they did it like that, but they did it. It was funny. I don't. Know, maybe they flipped a fucking coin. Anyway, uh, the match that would have been the main event in any other world, Okada Okai, and Kiyomaya. Holy shit! It was really good. It was sixteen minutes, and they didn't work as stiff as they did in that angle. But they, you knew they weren't going to do that. Yeah. But for two guys that do like the like stoic Japanese like cool guy thing better than just about anybody else, you could still see like the hate boiling over and bubbling over in this match. And man, we all know Okada's great, but Kiyomayo's fucking—he is terrific. Really, I got—I can't wait. Oh, uh, he match. is fucking terrific. 
And guess what? He's doing shining wizards that look fucking dangerous. And the dude, it's just not very many people can do that move. They, it, it's a pretty fake looking move normally. So does Naito do him worse than fucking Hurricane did? <laughs> I remember Hurricanes. Oh, I'd have to look. He, I mean, CM Punk had a pretty bad one too back in the day. There was a time um, when like I think it was, yeah. it was like Naito, the though. it was like the mid two thousands. <laughs> a lot of like a lot of wrestlers yeah. were doing I, shining I, wizards. It it's like, really good. I mean, it goes to the outside. The one at the, who who did it at the Rumble? Who were the like commentary was like the shiniest of wizards? Oh, oh god, god. Yeah. I don't remember. I do remember. It was in the women's. Yeah. It was in the women's match. Yeah, oh, it was rough. <laughs> this match has a great pace, great back and forth. They, I mean, there is stiff shit. There is brutal stuff in this match, no doubt. Kiyomaya's only 26? 26 years old. Wow. And he's he's incredible. Like, he's a star of the first fucking order. Definitely go out of your way to watch this. Yeah. It's only 15, 16 minutes long. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it 16 like minutes it. and 32 left, seconds. Yeah, left us wanting more. It kind of shows... I, you knew if they were going to book a clean finish that it was going to be Okada getting the win. And sure. that's what happens. Spoiler alert. Um, it shows the pecking order. You know, in the world of Japanese professional well, wrestling, Kiyom in between well, promotions, well, really. I don't know about that because Kiyomai is not on the same level yet as Okada. He's like, no, 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 he's no. like up and down. Yeah. He's like, up I'm just saying, yeah, he yeah. just, but he just won it. That's sure. that's true too. No, that's true too. But they, you knew they weren't. There was no way in hell they were going to have a surprise win over Okada. There's just no fucking way. Right. I mean, none of the titles were on the line. They weren't going to do that. But props to them still. For booking a clean title versus title, like, like you know, interpromotional oh. title versus title match, doing this shit clean. Nobody fucking does this if you have title versus title between two promotions. Almost never. Even fucking comic book crossovers, they don't have a clean fucking finish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So props to them for doing it, even though it was the one that like made the most sense. And props to Noah for understanding that's what they needed to do. And yeah. look, it got them on the map. A little bit more than they were before this angle, right? I agree. Sure. So it had nothing but fucking nothing but ground to gain for Noah. I think they gained a little bit. They do have some talent. Just from I, what you said, and like honestly, like you know, I'd have to watch it myself. But like, I'm honestly more excited for like you know Kiyomaya than I am like in his like future than I am like you know what they're gonna do Hokata next because like I mean New Japan kind of I mean the same boat as AEW in a lot of ways I feel like it's kind of gotten like and I mean they've had like all these people leaving too which uh doesn't help but it's kind of gotten a little the stale thing is the thing is, is since they don't do over the top storylines sometimes or like just storylines like they do storylines but not like you know like American pro wrestling storylines so there's only so much that you can do so what's he gonna do be champion again and I kind of feel bad about like Tanahashi so you you look at look at like uh Look at Tenzon and stuff like that. The old timers, they 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 do their thing. They become champion. They spend That's depressing time. with they, them. They spent well. They just they spend time at the top, and then they fucking you know. Then they focus on them putting like teaching the younger talent. So well, like, they become the new Japan grandpas. Yeah, exactly. And like so, they never get to like do anything more. And that's kind of like what what Jay White's leaving probably because of that. He has a future in like. What's he gonna do? Just keep winning the belts and they keep staying in the storylines, and you just see it over and over again. It's not that it's bad. I mean, he's gonna have great matches, but you know, he's he's gonna he's leaving and he's gonna sign somewhere else in America probably, 
And he lives in the states too. He's gonna do I mean, something, yeah. Pretty- and he's gonna he's gonna continue his career. Is Oka- would Okada be better off signing with like another company with like WWE or AEW or something like that, like leaving and doing something else somewhere else? Okada's position's a little bit. I mean, he's more fully indentured with sure. New Japan than uh, Jay White, obviously. Even though I mean, Jay he, White was, like, a I mean, could you boy. see him like? I mean, like Shinsuke was kind of in that role. Yeah, exactly, and that's why he probably left too. And he's uh, got his chance to continue his career doing something else elsewhere. He did everything he could in in New Japan, and I guess you get to that point, and you're like, "Hey, I did everything I could. Like, what what am I supposed to do next?" Did, Tanah- a, yeah, did, Tana- did Tanahashi miss his chance? Like, could Tanahashi have like left and like you know been a top guy in like an AEW where he's working with somebody like MJF or something like that? He's like the ultimate babyface. Well, and not to like put this in a cynical way, but like, you know, collect a paycheck, right? Like this is like, I did my hard work, you know, in the mines or in New Japan, right? You know, these physically taxing matches, like now I just get to kind of like ride out my career doing stuff that's a little less, you know, well, I mean, I mean, I think it's, yeah, you don't go to WWE if that's the idea. I mean, Nakamura notwithstanding, but dude, that he wants, he's going to go and work that fucking schedule. Yeah. I mean, is it more money per appearance? No, it's not. I mean, look at how Nakamura. I mean, they they barely use him. Maybe it yeah. might be. Yeah. Like it, he's had he's had he's had more couple, like long appearance. title reigns, and they were long because he like never defended. He was never on TV. Uh, like yeah. Meltzer said that he like basically he's like oh you know he likes surfing and whatnot. So, yeah, like, I, I heard like, that too. He's like he doesn't, like, like, he doesn't he care. Like he's not crying <laughs> that he's not being put on the show. He's like he just fucking chills and yeah. surfs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like good for him. I mean, at least he's getting to do something different with his career and whether he's used to the best of his ability or not like he's doing stuff that cements his legacy even further sure. to a completely different audience and i think like i feel like tanahashi should still do that while he can he should go somewhere else uh, you know it, it just depends what tanahashi wants to do That's i don't it. have a problem with him staying i mean yeah. uh, he still puts on good pretty good matches from time yeah. to time yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And okada like yeah. when okada's in new japan you always know you're going to get quality at the top yeah. and there's going to be some after a certain amount of time in that title run. And we're getting a, close to that point. Well, right, we're not super close yet. Okada but it, it, returns the impact to win their championship after being mistreated with them as, as a young boy. Oh, in a couple man. months, in a couple months, by the time we get to Genesis or whatever show it is that like, it, you know, is in the spring and the late spring, we're going to be the point where like, don't know when Okada's title reign is going to end. Yeah. You're going to be fucking stoked on every match because there's going to be the added intrigue of who's going to be the next champ and the fact that you have an Okada match at the top of every card, every major card or every title defensive card or whatever. They do have a lot less people in the mix though now than they used to. Yeah, that you know. Yeah, that's true. And that's a problem too that they have. But you know, you're going to have Okada in the main event and that's probably always going to be quality. You could be bored with it. You could get bored with it. But, you know, objectively in a vacuum, you go away and come back and just watch the match. It's, I mean, so it's, good. it's hard to bet against it. Yeah. It's, it, quality he'll, he'll, wise. I'm guessing he'll have it through at least Forbidden Door. He'll be champion. He'll be champion yeah. for Forbidden Door. It wasn't Door. last time. That's what I'm saying. I, I guess yeah, there's I no Jay White to put it on. He'll, he'll do it. Does AEW have the guts to do a title versus title match with New Japan? Maybe. Oh my God. And have a clean finish. Got, Fuck no. They got, Spoiler. They gotta Fuck do. No. They gotta do. It won't be. Well, a clean they were at finish. least clever last time of like having title matches, but just not title versus title. So like, I mean, and yeah, they were predictable. But like, I mean, I, I, would, I would, be, would love to see you can maybe MJF versus that. Tana. Yeah, I would love. To, I would love to see that. 
let's let's we're we running long, but let's uh we may as well talk about the elimination chamber main event. Ugh. Yeah. We waited to the end. Everybody else has weighed in on it. What did did you watch it, Joey? Um, I saw some clips here and there. I didn't bring myself to watch it. I, I got mean, around to watching it. Did you watch it? I did get around to watching it. It's yeah. worth it watching, was, right? Like, it? Yeah, I mean, a fascination like with like what's going on there. Well, that's quite the phenomenon. And you know, I hate the product, but you can't deny that's quite the phenomenon. Yeah. So like, it's it's like interesting. Where like, I mean, obviously, like Sammy's super over. He's in Canada. Uh, was it Montreal specifically for the chamber? I believe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're it's in Montreal. Uh, of course, you know, they they keep putting over like, oh, I screw jobs and shit like that. Um, because, you know, the, if WWE knows one thing, it's fucking heat um, and bearing the hometown hero whenever they get the chance. And, uh, you know, spoilers, of course, that's what happened. Um, the crowd really believed it. And then you could tell like they I mean, that energy died when they realized that, like, he's not going to win this. And like, I think most people knew he wasn't going to win. I mean, there's no way he's going to win on like the not one of the big pay-per-views. Um uh, the big thing for me that's shocking is that that's not their mania plan. Um, they've yeah. got two nights. They've got a guy with two titles. Talk and apparently this, not doing something that they obviously should do. Their plan is like him and KO versus the Usos in a tag match. And like, yeah, I get that that also fits into the story. But like, that's like... It's, I mean, it's like being the nicest guy in prison, right? Like, I mean, that's well, like... Cody, you know, Cody. Cody Rhodes, his character, or however you want to look at it, is going to be lucky if he comes out of here not getting completely booed for not being Sammy. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but if it doesn't, it's going to be he's going to be very fucking lucky. This is not his fault. But yeah, that should have been the plan. And you should have had Sammy win in Montreal. I mean, yeah, that's the not? most disappointed like, pro wrestling crowd I have ever seen after the air was taken out of their lungs. <laughs> And they tried to get some of it back by having KO come out there and just make the save or whatever when he was getting beaten down. That well, that's not it. That's Monday Night Raw shit. You could have had him lose it the next night on Raw, get screwed or whatever, and that could have built for the future. He could yeah. he could run in during WrestleMania or whatever. If if Roman, I don't know, whatever, I don't know. You could have him run in. I don't know. If, I, I guess they're putting the belt on Cody, and they'll probably do a, a feud with uh, Sammy and. And reigns and the title won't be there and it'll be at like he's got three. two titles. Like why not just let Cody win the one I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're splitting them or not, but I mean he's been carrying because it's like that's the whole thing, is because they're two brands, they have to they're, have two sets of every belt. They, they don't they it was, could, it was they uni- could, remember it was a unification match. They can they so. but, you know yeah, it's it wrestling, they can write their way out, sure. out of anything. They can bring super carrying, back carrying two belts is a, the reason why a wrestler carries two belts is because it looks more badass and more yeah. meaningful to carry around two gold championships sure. than just one. Yeah, sure. So, they, they listen as two separate write, on their yeah. website. Oh, they okay. could write that they could have Heyman like do some Weasley shit and like, you know, get one of the belts taken like off the table or whatever for the match. Like you write your way out of it. Yeah. You're right, you could. You're right. Yeah, they're fucking but, up. The, they're fucking up big time. Maybe they have they might have some kind of plans. They might have some kind of surprises. It is two nights. Two nights, so, so they may do it. But well, I mean, you like, know, they have they do have a particularly prestigious match uh, apparently already in the works for uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. The whole tease with Gunther was just like that. You know, Gunther couldn't lay a hand on him because he got a soak in it on the moment. wasn't for anything. They they, well, they, <laughs> they wrote they they wrote about that or like somebody wrote about that 
a while ago that that was the plan. What the hell happened? Why the I don't hell know what didn't happened. they go with this? That should be the match. But I'll say this. I'm not as down on Lesnar and Omos as you guys are, or Omos. Come on, dude. Because that match has the absolute potential to be fucking dangerous. Train yeah, that's wreck. true. That's true. I want to see. Give, you know what? Okay. I've got some Nigerian friends, man. Could, give, give our. It could, be like, it could be the last match you ever Omos see out of just either a man. Big, strong, like I'll, I'll quote Joe, and I'll just change the the quote a little. bit. I'll change Samoa Joe's quote a little bit. Almost just a good, strong Nigerian brother trying to make some money, man. And there's a lot of, there's, a, a, you know, WWE is apparently getting over Nigeria, and it's a huge, Nigeria has a huge population. I got a Nigerian homie. Maybe this is big for them. And maybe he'll, maybe he'll exonerate himself. Better, this was uh, everybody wants. It is, a, it is totally a demographic move, though, to have him in this, in this match. But yeah. I hope it's a violent, dangerous train wreck, and I hope it's entertaining. It could be the last match you see out of either man, and I'm not even like saying that like superficially. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, I just—I'll never get over like I think that was that his first match that tag they, match they, at they Mania, are, where he's just like he's got his like hand like way over the rope for like AJ to tag him. They have a far more talented Nigerian wrestler on the roster already. Are you talking about Kofi? No, he's not. Is he? No, he's. Wasn't it, was that, when, was he Jamaican? Was that his gimmick? That was his Jamaican. gimmick. Uh, he's, yeah. from Ga- he's, he? from, he's from. Ghana. He's from. He's from Ghana. Ghana. He's from. He's from Ghana. Ghana. Okay. No, yeah. but no. Um. Oh my God. Well, you was know, Apollo. I, yeah, Apollo. Apollo is. Uh, is is that, Nigerian. He's, he's. Yeah, that's right. He is a Nigerian American. Yeah. That's because yeah. I think his dad is Nigerian. Yeah, so, that, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it was kind of like. I mean, I get the people that thought it was a little, you know. A little uh, thick on the nose as far as like you know the foreign heel Excuse type me? thing, but like I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It good. was. It was. He didn't have to even do a foreign heel thing. Like he could have just stayed like a white meat baby face, and he could have gotten over. I mean, the guy's really talented. When he debuted in NXT, a guy with that size and like he seemed like a happy go lucky guy who they could work on. You know his well, charisma, they, his white face, baby. He was just did, too generic, yeah. so like too they generic, had to do they something. Didn't, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't tweak that, you know, and uh, I thought they weren't going to be able to keep that title off of him when he debuted, but they, he and they weren't able to figure it out. So yeah. right, it just ended up being generic. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, his his the gimmick that he did, the foreign heel, I mean, it was giving him personality. It was interesting. He yeah, had a, he but had it's a, unfortunate. He had, he had a new look. Yeah, it's unfortunate he had to be in that position, but yeah. like, he, I thought he, he did it great. Like He was doing a good job, and he was like, he was doing a good. I know he was doing a good job. Yeah, and like, like it was, it was definitely something for him, and it was probably something for him to grow, and he could probably grow out of it. He had a new look, he had new aesthetic, like he had every new accent. He had, yeah, he had everything. He had everything going. He had goons. All of a sudden, he had an accent. Yeah, he had goons to help him help him win big matches as a heel and stuff. And like, man, that was, I don't know what the fuck. Joey, I would say check out that match. I mean, it's the the crowd was the like most in love with a wrestler since you know Money in the Bank 2011, since the AEW yeah. CM Punk debut. Maybe even more so because it also had this storyline that's got not just a town, but like the internet paying attention. And guys like yeah. us that don't give a fuck paying attention. They always love. They love to hurt Montreal. They anytime, fuck. yeah. Any, <laughs> Anytime, anytime you've got, anytime you've got that. This ever got the nuclear codes, you know exactly where they're going. (laughs) You've got a guy who's associated with the town, 
And you he's also the hottest thing going to the company, biggest baby face in the money match that everybody wants to see. That's must see t- that's must see wrestling. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will, I will check it out. <laughs> and the I'll thing about Roman is like his shit, he does his normal shit, and it's like his in ring shit sucks, and I hate it, and I hate like you know his moves or moves. I never thought, I never or thought he was that it. bad. I never thought he was but too he's bad. so good at every dude. And for somebody who's like, you know, not been that guy's fan, he's so good at the character shit. He's so mm-hmm. good, dude. I gotta give it up to the motherfucker. He's fucking great at it his face is great he handles all that shit just immaculately i don't like him as a wrestler but an in-ring performer but dude all the other shit he heel shit he handles it immaculately and that fucking like long-winded fucking story they're telling he fucking is he's, he's carrying handling that yeah he's carrying that and he couldn't possibly you couldn't imagine anybody possibly doing better with the dialogue and with like the character stuff, the body language is that is what that guy is doing. I'll check and it so out. So you add that, you add that you against a guy me. who we know is talented in the ring, and you got a decent match with just tons of intrigue. That his little wife at the ringside, and that's such a trope that is usually doesn't work, but it actually works here. Yeah. She helped him get sympathy. The crowd is going fucking bananas. He's he's, he's, hype, he's hyping up the crowd. He's like the king uh, of getting sympathy. He's like modern day fucking Ricky it was really, dude. Yeah. You know I want to hate on those motherfuckers and I hate that company. I want to see it go down in flames. All right. Dude, all right. You, can, you convince me. You convince me. I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a watch. Okay. I'll give it a watch. Okay. They're, I mean, dude, their ratings are fucking massive right now. Yeah, they've recovered from that lull that they were in. Mm-hmm. Well, if they get themselves into a new lull, is Davey, you know, Davey's been very we'll positive see. on WWE right. today, even almost versus Brock. I think he's, I think he's. Uh, to be fair, that was very much like that was like a negative comment. I got, got Zeld fifty bucks <laughs> from somebody named uh, it just there were three initials there, and it was all the same letter. VKM, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Triple man. Um, Brett, um, Brett Hart. When we're talking about Montreal, Damien and yeah. I, every once in a while, we won't we won't even talk. We'll just like send each other fucking hilarious like voice messages on like through text. And we've been sending each other fucking Brett Hart impersonations. Dude, you did one that was spot spot. Oh my god, my, I can play it. I can just play it. Well, speaking of, uh, also, I know you you had sent the pictures of that uh, that DVD. Yeah. Yes. As I got yeah. this blue, I got the Blu-ray. I got the Hitman Heart Wrestling with Shadows Blu-ray. Oh, we should review that. We features, should review that. In the bonus features, there is so there's an audio commentary throughout the entire documentary there's, with Dave Meltzer. Like there's just a discussion about the most horrific event to ever happen to him, and also the death of his brother. <laughs> yes. So there's there's feature length commentary with Meltzer and Hitman Heart throughout this. I just wonder how Melcher's conducting himself in this thing. But more importantly, there is what is deemed a screw job specific commentary, which is 13 <laughs> minutes long, and presumably covering the section of the documentary dealing with that with Bret Hart. And I guess that's we, by himself. We have, and I just want to hear how he starts and you know, <laughs> we have to review this. We have to. Yeah. yeah I think that should be the next episode. We should review this wrestling with shadows. Limited edition. We might have a pay per view. Oh yeah, we gotta do the pay per view as well. Yeah, we gotta do that. We still haven't reviewed the Teddy Hart doc that I watched three times. Okay, here we go. Uh, You know, I tried to hold out for Owen because he was still working there after Vince fucked me. (laughs) 
But I really wanted to go down to WCW to wrestle Bill Goldberg. And I, get, I did get to work with Bill. And he kicked me in my head as hard as he could. And my career was just over right there. <laughs> I can't believe he's in the Hall of Fame for basically hurting everyone he ever worked with. <laughs> <laughs> this is like what me and Davey do. It's how we communicate with each other. <laughs> Davey, oh, my God. Davey sent oh, me one, that's so good. Davey sent me one where he's like, he's like, this is Hitman the Heart. <laughs> <laughs> hit me in the heart oh my god well that's a good way to end this fucking show man we've, we've had a nice healthy show here. <laughs> oh that, that, that's too good <laughs> all right well joey take okay. us out man all right y'all uh thank y'all so much for uh for tuning in uh this week <laughs> that's episode 41 of the monster pop podcast make sure to check us out wherever you listen to podcasts you can uh check out Check us out here as well. I think I have a command for it in our chat as well. Uh, our link tree, link tree uh, slash monster pop. You can uh, find us on everywhere you listen to the podcast. You can join our Discord that's very active. We we post in it every single day. We talk about wrestling every single day. Um, you can drop suggestions, feedback, anything like that, just like uh, Necro Eric did earlier. Um, yes. <laughs> you we're can... going to watch Jimmy. We're going to watch Jimmy Lloyd just for you, Necro. Yeah. We're going to watch George South versus Mike Jackson. <laughs> oh, my and, God. Uh, and uh, he doesn't hear us. He, I'm pretty sure he unfollowed us and everything. So <laughs> We actually have – we do have Brett Lauderdale lined up for the next episode. He's going to run down his top ten favorite soft drinks available at QT. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, most of them are, are are monster energy drinks with camo cans. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Everywhere, all that kind of stuff. Thank y'all so much for hanging, and we'll see you next time. And may your week be filled with many monster pops. Catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>